All right. So previously, um, uh, soon after, they were approached by a member of the Silent One who carried a message from Lahaz the Enigmatic. Lahaz had their arrival and wanted to meet with them that evening. Having a little time before the meeting, though, they decided to do a bit of shopping. Luna found a helm of teleportation, which she realized would allow her to send her compatriots to her family to give them a sending stone. That's right. Desperate regained contact with her family. She sent Yin and Imani with the helmet to go drop off the stone. Fortunately, teleportation is a tricky business. Yin and Imani first ended up in the frigid north. Trying again, they were nearly torn apart by the cosmic forces that bind the world together. <laughs> they arrived bloody and dying in a faraway jungle. Mani was able to summon the willpower to down a magical healing potion and to revive Yen. Using the boat rope they were using as an anchor to the Dragon's Fury, they were able to teleport back, a bit traumatized by the ordeal. <laughs> Feeling guilty, Una began her meditations, having a vision of her god Almat, or not Almat, Anat. <laughs> Whoopsie doodle. Her god Anat. <laughs> who assured her that she was still looking over her and left a visible golden mark of her power on Una's shoulders. Mani, meanwhile, ventured back to Sahar and the relic, where Sahar showed her the shadow fell for the first time, a gloomy, oppressive plain overrun with the undead. She came back from her trip changed, more in tune with the world around her. They made their way to the Minaret of Mystery, home to the enigmatic Lahaz. Well, no one is quite sure what happened in the Minaret, one thing is for sure. They came in with the Helm of Teleportation and came out with a connection to Una's family. And that's where we'll start session today. Did you say that uh, we aren't sure what happened in the Minaret? Well, that's a little weird. You know what happened. You guys know, but the storyteller doesn't. Oh, uh, okay. Alright, I was very confused. Carry on. Lahaz did make you promise not to tell anybody about who he is. Or that's right. That's right. He didn't like that, so... Alright. We'll see how long that promise lasts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it is still the 75th day of the year 700. You are in the minute of mystery. Uh, Una, you have been handed a or your sitting stone uh, that you had on you has come to life. Uh, and you hear the sound of your eight-year-old child, Rue. Uh, his voice come through this sitting stone and he just says, M Mom? It's really nice we have cell reception down here. <laughs> uh, Una kind of turns away a little bit. She goes, hello? Can you hear me? She's, he says, is that, is that really you? Yeah, it's me. It's, are you okay? The, the big lion man said that you were alive, and I didn't believe him, but you're alive? Yeah, yeah, I was... Uh, I've been trapped in a hole underground for like a really long time. It's fine. It's good. How are you? Is everything okay at home? It's fine. I'm, I'm you know, I've, I've got all my brothers, sisters. Cool. Good, good. How's, how's Finn doing? How's uh, Vinat? He's, he's, he's walking and talking now. He's getting big. Yeah, he's... And your your grandfather? How, how's he doing? He he's been he seems sad for a long time, but uh, he's he's doing okay. Uh, I, no, gra Grandma wants to talk to you. Oh no! Please don't. <laughs> uh, and you hear 
um, uh, Calvuna Vokori Voanot, where on this world are you? No, it's really complicated, but a hello would have been a little nice. She says, you're alive. What about your sister? Is your sister with you? Where's Pags? I was going to ask you. I haven't, I haven't seen her. She says, I'm, I just want to know where you are. Can, we, can send, we can send out a party. We can come get you. Uh, are they keeping you hostage? How many people are there? She says, uh, she says, are they all giant lions too? No, that was that was a unique thing. Um, kind of a surprise on this end as well. <laughs> um, it's it's really so. I'm gonna give her like a rundown, real quick rundown of what it is, where we were, and then end up in now. I mean, we're it's, it's a city Zadora, right? Yeah. And what's the country? Uh, Riderva. Riderva. And then at that point, um, I'm like, has is anyone else come back from that battle? Uh, she says, um, uh, only a few. She says they were teleported to lands far away. Okay. Well, that's obviously what happened to me. Did they just like, did they walk back or were they able to teleport back? Uh, she says they traveled over over ship over sea and land. Okay. She said the first one arrived about six months ago. Oh wow! So that was about a year and a half after. Mm -hmm. But she had no knowledge of you or anyone else. Yeah, I, I have no idea what happened to anyone either. It's like overwhelming. Who <laughs> knows a little overwhelmed? Uh, you get the idea that uncharacteristically so, so is your mom. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> she says, um, you'll forgive us. We, we performed the rites. We thought you were dead. That's understandable. She says, um, Finn and Rue, she says they they haven't forgotten about you. Well, I haven't forgotten either. So that's good. And you haven't heard anything from Pabs? She shakes her head. Or <laughs> she says no. Okay. Unfortunately not. Okay. Everyone's just trying to like standing around. <laughs> yeah. She says, uh, she says, uh, Nia, Nia's been real concerned about you, too. She's been, uh, she's been stepping up, though, with the boys. That's good. And how's, how's my dad? Banak, he's, he's taking it as, he, as your father does. Uh, stoic, quiet, weak like most men. <laughs> I love it. He says, can't, can't blame him for that, for, for that though. Yeah. Okay. He says, um, he's taking a renewed interest in the kids, though. That's good. That's very good. She says, uh, 
Um, when do you think you'll be back? I have no idea. I'm still really, really far away. She says, well, the tribe and the, and the uh, spirit of a knot go with you. She says, and I'm going to hand you back to Finn or uh, Rue before he, uh, before he rips my arm off. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Uh, so you talk to Rue for a little while longer. Um, he's, he regales you with all sorts of uh, small town tribal stories of things that have been happening. Uh, stories about friends whose names you're unfamiliar with and, and you know, little, little anecdotes in only the way an eight-year-old can provide. <laughs> oh, I guess. Um, while this is happening, you all are kind of standing around awkwardly. Um, uh, having recently been fed and watered by the um, silent ones. Uh, oh, and I think she would like preserve a little privacy even though we'd be talking mm -hmm. to her family in uh, Celestial. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, anyway, uh, uh, some... Uh, anyway, we're going to take a phone call we turn into ferns. Huh? <laughs> fed and watered. <laughs> ferns when, we, when it takes a call. Um... Uh, Lahaz kind of uh, uh, pads around the room for a bit and then comes over to the rest of you and says, uh, uh, "What? Uh, how long will you be staying in the city? Um, we just have a week planned right now. Um, we're going to load back up on our boat and go somewhere else. I think that's the plan anyway. You know he says, um, any idea what your next port of call is? Uh, well, I imagine we'll discuss that with Captain Thoreau when she returns. Oh, yeah. Well, that's right. He's going to get uh, Captain Thoreau back. That's correct, yes. So is that going to be, like, soonish? Um, he says, uh, tomorrow or the day after. Oh, well then, we don't necessarily have to be on the boat again. It's technically not ours. He says, well, um, stay close. I'll, uh, I'll send, a, send a messenger when she's been recovered. Nice. I don't know about you guys, but I'm really relieved we don't have to go rescue her. <laughs> that, that was gonna hang over our head for a lot of levels. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I'm really relieved to not have to be a captain anymore. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I don't know why you're so optimistic this is actually gonna work. <laughs> That's true too. I mean, he's a super powerful sphinx, right? I mean, Una's optimistic about most things, so she'd be optimistic. <laughs> I don't know if Amanda. Well, 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 uh, with the second ally captured. Lahaz <laughs> uh, says, well, um, if you'll excuse me, I have other things to attend to. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, we're in the middle of this house. <laughs> I can bail real quick. Yeah. Oh, it's still not very close. Never mind. Uh, and he says, and of course, just remember, it's not a word about what I really am. You are enigmatic. 
<laughs> this one gets it. Out of curiosity, can we make up something, or that's a no-go too? He says, uh, he says, the less said about me, the better. But uh, if if pressed, he says, make up something fun. Cool. All right, now I'll be right back. Sorry. Uh, and with that, uh, he kind of walks you guys over to the door that you came in from and opens it and kind of gestures with a paw. Uh, you guys, assuming you guys walk into it, yep. uh, the door shuts. Uh, and then like a moment later, uh, I, one of the uh, mass silent ones opens it up and bows to you and uh, kind of walks you over to the door. You guys find yourself back on the streets of Zadora. Well, that was certainly an exciting evening. I went in with low expectations. Frankly, I'm still a little bit mystified. I guess was the point. Very happy for you, Luna. Getting a connection to your family is something you've been working for for a long time. And Sean, you're a bit quiet. I don't know if you can scoot your mic a little closer to you, or yeah, your mic sounds very far away. Yeah. How about that? Better? No, no not really. All right. Is it using the right mic? Oh, that's a good question. Microphone. Microphone. Yeah. Uh, I did turn my game way down last time. How about now? Well, sounds like you're super far away from it for some reason. Yeah. Are you facing the right side of it? Because I've had that issue before. Are you talking about Chris's microphone? No. Oh, Sean's microphone. How about now? There we That's go. That's better. Yeah. I was I was talking up the back side of the mic. So <laughs> <laughs> that happened to me when I was recording the uh Pegging Christmas song. <laughs> Sad. Well then it was theme appropriate. Uh, <laughs> <hey>. <laughs> All right, so you guys find yourself on the uh, street in uh, Medora. Uh, Shivani and Yen have pointed out how unlikely all that seemed. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do now? Well, shall we stay the night on the ship, or shall we find other accommodations? I'll head back to the boat. I think I, I think I had said that I was going to be on the ship. Tiff is guarding the ship. Ah. I mean, we can get a room at the end. Yeah, I'm gonna get a drink. <coughs> oh yeah, let's go drink. Yeah. I had to talk to my mom. <laughs> Word. <laughs> I I know that feeling. <laughs> uh, so can we find a a nicer tavern? Yeah. Um. How many does Shivani turn her nose up and make us leave? <laughs> Roll a D eight here. Three. <laughs> I imagine we're in the nicer side of town, though. Uh, so you guys eventually find your way over to the Golden Fountain. 
a uh, a uh, nice tavern, kind of a uh, in the uh, southwest side of town. Okay. Um, uh, you see, kind of these. Um, it's got these kind of uh, big open windows that overlook the river, uh, and a nice breeze flows in through it. Um, and uh, everything here seems to be uh, seems to be kind of nice and upscale. Uh, you're the, the kind of the, the murmuring of people talking kind of uh, fills the street as you guys head in, uh, and are quickly shown to a table. Um, uh, where a sommelier comes around and offers you a selection of wines. Is it just wines, or is there like... Uh, oh, of course. We have all sorts of manner of uh, beverages. Mm. Of uh, fine ales. Um, we even have a, a cask of... Uh, of uh, Valdeheim uh, honeymead, fresh in. That sounds good. I think I'll have an ale, and would it be possible to, to get you to bring me a just a really robust mushroom soup? Mm. <laughs> Missing home? <laughs> I'm feeling a little, believe it, oh, homesick. <laughs> uh, also, whiskey. <clears throat> Unfortunately, we don't have... Um, much in the way of mushrooms in these parts. It's a very arid environment. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says, um, could, I, could I offer you, could I interest you in something else? What tastes like mushrooms? Probably mm-hmm. a lamb. He says, he says um, some eggplant, perhaps. Wow, just solved my interest in ever trying eggplant. Thanks. I don't think eggplant tastes like mushrooms, but no, no it kind of has a consistency of yeah, it's spongy like that kind of. And and Monty would totally pull out a small sachet of mushrooms. <laughs> oh, you're, you're holding? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what? I didn't hear what you said. I said, a, a, you're, "Are you holding?" <laughs> <laughs> Carrying. Yes. All right. Well, thank um, you very much. Shivani will order a glass of white wine. All right. So they bring you out some um, complimentary uh, tapas uh, that go along with the uh, beverages that you guys are having. Each of you just drop like, I don't know, three gold pieces. Cool. Oh, damn. Wow. That's expensive after <laughs> all. Yeah. <clears throat> it, is, it is, in fact, very good. And all the, uh, the mead and the wine and the whiskey... Uh, and the ale is all very, uh, very refined compared to the stuff that you often drink, and especially compared to the stuff that was in the Undernation. <laughs> Shivani, next time I'm choosing the place, three gold is so much. It's like three weeks wages for people, right? Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna like sip on her, sip on her, uh, on her booze. Yeah, you guys, even though you guys are the upper class, so. Yeah. More poor, stay poor. Yeah. 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 It affects the shape of your brain. 
<laughs> so, as it seems, our shipping enterprise may be coming to a conclusion with Captain Thora taking control of her ship again. What are everyone's plans? <clears throat> How far away is the next gate? Um, define the next gate. <laughs> There's two that we had listed, right? The closest one, I think, is in Marquain and Castellanter. Yes, Castellanter has one in Marquain. Um, I should put, uh, let's go back to the uh, nation map. If you want to open up roll 20 here, I can, I can put the gates on the map if you'd like. This yeah, is sure. fucking Euro, guys. Nice. Good. Yeah, I went to Zena last night. It was after after D and D. It was really good. I think this is better than Zena, actually. Oh, nice. It's real good. So, <clears throat> Mark. Okay, I see. Uh. So that's just across the Mudu Gulf. Mm-hmm. Or the Mudda Gulf. Madu. Where are we now? Zadora. One in Zadora. Of course there's one. Zadora. <coughs> yeah, in Reserva. Oh. Okay. Oh, sorry, this one. I don't have it zoomed in. <laughs> Skull Hill. Of course, one in the middle of the Thunder Nation, uh, one up in Iceheim. And these aren't really easy to see, are they? Well, if you know where they are, we can see them. Yeah. <laughs> if we know where they are, we don't need to know where they are. Well, you know what I mean, Sean. <laughs> The only one I can't see is the last one you said. Yeah, it's up at the top. Oh, there it is. Up at the top of the behind you. Skullhelm, Partivian, Marquain, Zadora, Yeah, those are the ones that you know about so far. I mean, I'd like to make my way down to Mark. I'm going to say Mark Twain every time. I can't. That's what my brain hears. <laughs> all right all right uh so it's actually not too far to get from zadora to mark wayne um Did you say let's... mark wayne uh, mark wayne. now i'm just hearing yeah. <laughs> sorry um or Mark Quain. Oh, I forgot my thing. You have to go to Encorva first. So, Encorva. Um, Zadora. Uh, so, it'd be like a 10 day boat trip to Encorva, and then maybe another couple weeks to get down to Mark Quain from, from there. Wow! Ooh. So much. Dear God. There's no 
there's no water route to Mark Wayne. You have to go overland. You do have to go overland for that one, yeah. <clears throat> oh, man. I hate not being able to teleport. <laughs> could have could have kept the cat kept the hat and no oh. your kids and what and not talk to your kids. <laughs> well, she can't. She can't use the hat anyway. Yeah, so. I can't use the hat. I thought anyone could use the hat. She can't. She can't literally teleport. can't teleport. Oh right, she can't teleport. No, <laughs> she is cursed. Girl, you curse. Girl. Girl, some curse. All right, so you guys are having dinner. You're talking about maybe going to Mark Wayne. You pull out like a, a map and look at it and see that it'd be like probably, uh, probably three weeks to get there. Most of which would be on land. I wonder if we can charter a pleasure barge. Across land? Mm-hmm. Uh, sea portion, at least. I mean, we could just talk to Thora. She might be able to. Yeah. Maybe she wants to go over there. As a matter of fact, we could just go ahead and load up the boat with goods for. Make the decision already. <laughs> and then she'll have the most reasonable option will be to drop us off there. <laughs> That's very true. And then we've got to figure out some way to get back to Farpool and the rest of our people. That is also true. Well, that's the longer journey. Makes more sense for a pleasure barge on that. Fair point. Una, um, Yen, do you have any desires that would point you in a particular direction? I'd like to go home eventually, but that's real hard. I will need to get back to the church. Did we ever investigate how much it would take to charter you a ship back home, Una? Nope. We also had a ship up until, like, today. Mm, Yeah. Technically, you still do have a ship. Well, we do, yeah. Oh, we know. Maybe Thora wants nothing to do with it and we're stuck with it. Or maybe she wants nothing to do with us because we really did. I feel like we were really just observers of the incident rather than people. Yeah, and we tried. It's not like she didn't have bad feelings towards us. We are arguably responsible for the whole thing happening. I mean, they were kind of after her already, weren't they? Hardcore. Plus, we talked to her. She seemed pretty chill. Yeah, she was. She didn't seem like she was pissed at us. Not at all. So, uh, you guys eat your dinner. Uh, what do you do after dinner? <laughs> Fourth meal, if you will. Uh, 
I'm gonna find an inn to sleep in. Okay. We're at an inn. Yeah, I thought we were at an inn. Yeah, you could definitely stay here if you wanted to. How much is it per night? Uh, two gold pieces per room. How much is a regular inn? Uh, probably like you could like find a modest one for five silver pieces or a comfortable one for eight. Shivani is willing to pay for everyone's room tonight if they would like. Has offered to stay where she is. She's already started. All right, Shivani will pay for the rooms. Thank you. Thank you very much. Right. So you guys stay there that evening. Um, and you wake up. It is the seventy-sixth day of the year seven hundred. Mm. Is there anything anybody wants to do today? Uh, we want to go rescue the cat. No. <laughs> We've forsaken the cat. I mean, we can always look for a cat. We have nothing else to do. <laughs> I, I was thinking we should go back and get started on getting our next shipment prepared. What's the name of the person who's actually in charge of the boat? Eda. <laughs> Eda? Yeah. Our your, first your first mate? Edith, mm. yes. Um, I think so we it's been three days, right? Uh, that's this is three day. Two days. Yeah, this is the. This, this is. is the it's been two days. This is the third day. So. Yeah. Um, uh, so as you get back to the boat, uh, you do see that like, uh, uh, Alfred is doing work on the uh, sails and riggings, like uh, getting them improved for your request. Uh, Tiff. Tiff is uh, sitting on the. Uh, Deck with an umbrella over her, um, taking some notes. Uh, and um, uh, and uh, Tiff, if you ask Tiff, she, she can tell you where Edith is. Tiff, darling, where's Edith? Uh, she says uh, she's staying in a, a, a tavern just uh, just down the street. She says, uh, yeah. The Righteous Hydra. Mm. Sounds cool. Curious name. Uh, but all is well on the ship. No troubles. She says, uh, no, she says just a lot of racket. And she points up at like Alfred's like banging around. <laughs> she, says, make it, she says, it makes it hard to read. <laughs> hey, Alfred, how's it going? He uh, looks down at you. Good, 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 Captain. Excellent. Carry on. Does he need any help? Uh, do you ask? Yeah. He says, um, I, I, I can always use people to hold tools and hammer things if you want. want. Okay. I might be back. <laughs> <laughs> do you need help? Uh, that doesn't sound interesting to me. <laughs> I want to find out. I don't want to take myself out of the action yet. I don't know what we're going to do next before I decide to bumble off screen and do nothing. 
Do you want to go find Ada's or what are we going to do? I mean, I think we should. Yeah, cool. Let's go over to the... Let her know that it's actually a possibility that Thora will come back now instead of just, you know, a rough hope for one day in the future. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you uh, you head over to the Righteous Hydra. Um, and uh, uh, you find Edith uh, sitting at a table um, with like a, it looks to be some sort of like a ledger. Uh, and she's taking notes in it while eating some grapes uh, and drinking some wine. Everything looking good? She looks up. She says, yeah. She says, uh, she says, how, how's, how are things? She says, uh, and she kind of squints, kind of squints her eyes a bit and she says, and why are you here? <laughs> um, good chance that Thora might be coming back like to, today or tomorrow. Oh. <clears throat> she says. <laughs> and uh, what, what of the rest of the crew? What do you mean? Our crew? She says, well, I mean, you hired me, not, not Thora. Is she going to keep us on? I don't know. We're going to chat with her about that. I assume so. She doesn't have any other crew. Yeah. I mean, we've got uh, a lot of stuff to work out, but technically it's her boat. And she didn't have crew before. She just yeah, had she go. Did. They were dead. Uh, but she needs a crew to move it. She has to have a real it's gone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, but we are um, at least um, looking at making a trip to Castellanter. Um, and I'm not sure what the port city there was that we'd be. In Corva. In Corva. Yeah, the plan is to like stock shit up so we really mm -hmm. have no choice but to go over there next. <laughs> yeah. She says, so you're, you're looking to make a run to in Corva, she says. Um, Yes, and we thought we might consult you to see what manner of supplies would be good for trading if we ventured there from here. She says, um, well, she says, uh, textiles will probably be your best bet. Um, she says, raw cotton, um, <laughs> sunflowers, sugar cane. Any alcohol? Uh -huh. She says, well, uh, Rodera does have a wine, its own specialty wines, so, I mean, yes, you could take wines over. Last time we took wine, it didn't survive the voyage. That was the boat wine. We specifically bought it for the <laughs> boat wine. Oh, God. <laughs> less, less chance you, you drink all of our cotton. What? So there's less chance you drink all of our cotton. If you're carrying cotton instead of wine, it's not going to get drank. I think is what Ian is saying. Um, yeah. Our character, less food, less chance to see. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um... What do you think has the best uh, best market price there? 
the biggest uh, profit that we can make. Um, she says probably the textile. She says the cotton will fetch a good price. She says, but they they do grow some of their own there. She says the textiles in Rodeva are quite unique. Um, she says and uh, and uh, local to the area. She says uh, the problem, of course, is is that it's a lot cheaper to buy bulk cotton than it is to buy bulk textiles. So one of those have to have money to make money sort of deals. Well, we're not too bad off though. How's our ship fund looking? Uh, 2,448 gold. Not bad. Hmm. And how much will it cost to pay for the crew to get to Redova? We'll get once we get there, so we can always sell them and pay for them. It costs 10 gold pieces per day for the operation of your boat. That's hmm. a 10-day trip, so 100 gold. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think we're in a pretty good position. I think we should go find out what the price of textiles are. Ours? Mm-hmm. Uh, we have to do that part. I guess technically we have a person who does that, don't we? Yeah. Uh, uh, Edith says, uh, give me a budget and I can fill the ship. Um, Chris, I don't know what I'm basing my decision on. What should I give her? I <laughs> <laughs> have? How much, how much money are you willing to risk on this, I guess? Um, I don't know. How, how much money do you have? Do that, like 448 gold. 33% of the boat fund? <clears throat> Would be 800. Is right. that enough? Let's, let's just put it this way. Um, uh, if you are doing... Um, uh, let's see. If you want to max out your hole just full of textiles. There we go. That's a good indicator there. Um, see, you've got, uh, let me look at your ship here. You've got enough space for 200 units of textiles. Uh, each. Where's my calculator at? So, 200. Well, so you probably won't be able to max out with textiles. It'll be 10,000 gold pieces. God damn. Textiles uh, and sun? Um, how much could uh, we max out on sunflowers? Uh, sunflowers are much cheaper. Um, so if you, maxed, if you maxed everything out in sunflowers, uh, you'd be looking at... Uh, like twenty gold. Really? Yeah. <laughs> um, like a eighty. Or a now, if you, if you did cotton, uh, that would be you could you could max out in cotton for uh, uh, two thousand gold. Okay, so how about? 800 gold in textiles and 15 gold in sunflowers and the rest in cotton. I don't know what that converts to. All right. Um, Edith is figuring it out right now. What, what, is the, what is the ROI on sunflowers, though? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they like dry in the two weeks to get there. 
So, I mean, it's obviously proportional to the amount. So, uh, the the sunflowers... Um, we're buying 15 gold worth of sunflowers. Are we making like 30 gold of profit? And if so, is that worth our time? Oh, no. Yeah, I get you. What about like uh, the, um, the, the raw cotton? So maybe just textiles and cotton. Okay. So... Um, All right. So, uh, if you did if you did eight hundred in uh, textile, you'd have to spend eighteen hundred to fill the rest of it with uh, cotton. So twenty six hundred. Well, we don't have twenty six hundred. Oh. <laughs> Why don't we just do a thousand, a thousand? Thousand. Then we have four hundred gold left, and that's a little risky, don't you think? I mean, everything. Yeah, that sounds fine. But what are we looking at making on in return for that? Uh, that that you'll have to you'll have to negotiate those prices in uh, in in Corva. While they're having that discussion, already like wandered off, and she's just at the bar area, just like talking with random people. Edith says, Edith says, if you send in a good negotiator, she says, um, you can get somewhere between a 50% to 100% return on what you're asking for, depending on how the crop's been there this year. All right. I would feel better doing 1,000 textiles and 500 in cotton. It won't fill the boat, but we also won't leave less screwed if something goes wrong okay that's true we don't have to fill the boat yeah and who knows maybe thora will come back and she'll want to buy stuff for some of her own boat money well and i mean <laughs> if we do have space left in the hole we can fill it with sunflowers just to fill the space <laughs> you know make it look pretty so are we transporting like sunflower seeds is that the idea or yeah uh, so we've got um, fifteen hundred in textiles and cotton. Will five gold fill up the rest of the hold with sunflowers then? Yeah. Okay. So you said a thousand in textiles, five hundred in cotton, and fifteen for. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. <clears throat> okay. Uh, okay. So, uh, You've got your your goods purchased. Edith is going to have the crew load them up. Um, they'll be ready to go. Uh, so the, you gave the crew a week off. It'll be hard to wrangle them beforehand. Uh, I mean, I just wanted to get it squared away. We don't have to like round everybody up right now. Yeah. So, so we have a plan. 
Yeah. Um, do we need to invest anything into like provisioning the ship or? Uh, no, you already paid for that. Okay. Oh yeah, we did that in advance because we're getting all our ass meals. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. That's right. Should we go talk to the cat guy? Hmm? Should we go talk to the cat guy? Lahaz. Oh, he was going to send a messenger to us. Yeah. Was he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, when he when he had everything taken care of, he was going to send us a messenger. <laughs> oh, also, um, uh, Una, um, uh, because of where you are on the earth and where your family is on the earth, you're actually, uh-huh. uh, it's about, it's usually uh, morning about the time it's nighttime there. I was wondering about that. I was uh, like, if I wanted to give him a call, would I be waking them up in the middle of the night? Would I even know? <laughs> so when you're doing your morning prayers, um, uh-huh. uh, Finn and Rue uh, have you uh, say goodnight to them. Aww, I like, yeah. Last eight children. Imagine they're a bebes. So much better than real bebes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so is there anything you guys want to do between uh, now and whenever you may or may not receive a messenger from Lahaz? Mm. I mean, Do we have any group activity? Unless there's a cat <laughs> after a cat. <laughs> it's okay to fast forward and say you guys take some time to relax, help out with things. Yeah. I don't have anything planned. Yeah. I would just wander the city and do comparative religious studies. <laughs> I think Una's up. Feeling really a little like more homesick. She's probably gonna find like a bar that has like a bunch of soldiers in it and just pretend like they're her people for a second for a while. And then he gets arrested for starting a bar fight. (laughs) (laughs) All right, what am I rolling? (laughs) Inexplicably comes back. Carousing table. (laughs) (laughs) Nine. (laughs) <laughs> oh dear. Uh, Shervani will find a local winery and do some taste testing and find a, find a, a barrel of white that she quite enjoys and have it purchased and sent to the boat. Excellent. Uh, take off 50 gold pieces for that. Get your boat wine. Mm-hmm. She has her own boat, boat line. <laughs> Anyone would want more of that, uh, that awesome mead, the Valdeheim mead? Maybe enough. You're able to get that. That's not a problem. True. I will help out on the boat. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. What happens? Um, 
Roll me some percentile dice, Una. I rolled a nine. On your percentile dice? Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, let's see what happens. <laughs> Uh, you wake up uh, lying on the ground, uh, oh. and uh, some kids are poking you with sticks and arguing about whether or not you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> How do I feel? Uh, like you're dead. <laughs> Is you know, like kind of get them to go away? Then continue. Relax. <laughs> Uh, it's not um, too bad down here. I guess I'm just going to stay here for a little while. Um, where you live now? <laughs> uh, much to your surprise, none of your possessions or belongings have been taken. Uh, though you are... Uh, though you have lost like 10 platinum pieces worth of money. That's not surprising. I've had better days or worse days. <laughs> Both, probably. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <sighs> I get up and I go back to the boat. <laughs> you walk up the gameplay and you hear this loud ringing sound that just pierces your <laughs> pierces your brain. Ah, uh, what the hell? Uh, and just like, oh, that's the alarm. Hello. Can we turn it off? Gee, it it this it gets dispelled. <laughs> God, we're gonna take a nap. All right, so you uh you go take you uh go take a day nap to get rid of the hangover. Mm -hmm. um, uh, unfortunately for you, there's a bunch of banging as uh as um Alfred is like working on the riggings all day. I'm gonna get up and go onto the deck and go, Alfred, Alfred, come here. He uh, climbs down from the pulleys on. Yes, Captain? It's, you're doing really great. Um, I think you need a break. Here, why don't you go enjoy yourself? And I reach into my bag and pull out some money and just hand it to him. <laughs> like, go, go, ha go have fun for the rest of the day. You're doing, you're doing awesome. How much money do you give him? Um, hmm. I give him six platinum. <laughs> he looks down and it looks at you and says, "You're you're 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 the captain." Yes, yes. Uh, we never okay. saw Alfred again. <laughs> he says, uh, "I guess I, I I can hire someone to help me tomorrow to make up for lost time." What? Yeah. It's just, okay. Just, yeah. All right. I'm going to go take my nap. <laughs> he, he leaves. Yeah, he's gone forever. <laughs> I mean, you say that, he's probably working for you for the rest of his life because no one's ever given him that much money at once. <laughs> he's so loyal to us right now. All right. Um, uh, 
just uh, where are each of you at, like, at 4 p.m. that day? Um, Shivani would be uh, relaxing in an outdoor lounge uh, with some manner of fruity cocktail off to her side, reading a book. Okay. What about you, Yen? She has purchased and is wearing a very large brimmed sun hat. Excellent. <laughs> I think I would probably be. Uh, let's see. Can you put the city map back up again? Absolutely. Oh, wrong map. Yes. Cool. So I am. I'm round about here. Um, uh, hold on, I'm, I'm not on that map, so give me a sec. Oh. <laughs> so, so do that again, where you at? I'm out, about there, I think. Mm -hmm. Somewhere in that neighborhood. Yeah. Um, and I think I'm having an animated conversation um, with a squirrel. So you're talking to the squirrel, but you don't understand what the squirrel's saying back to you. That's true. But I imagine there's some pantomime and some exchange of knots. And what, what's, what's, the, what's the subject of this conversation? What are you yelling at the squirrel one way about? <laughs> <laughs> you know, where's the ni nicest place in the city? Anything I should check out before I leave? Any gods hanging around? So you're asking it questions that you can't get the answers to. Well, it could lead me. It could. It could lead me somewhere, wherever it thinks is the best place. <laughs> you, Yen's a strange nut. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he is a very special sunflower seed. Um, <laughs> Had a lot of time underground. <laughs> Amani, how about you? Um, I'm going to read through. I have the book on Almat and then a couple books on the gates, right? Yeah. I'm going to start reading through the Almat one. Making notes and whatnot. Okay. Hey, are you still on the boat nursing your. Uh, how long has it been? It's 4 p.m., so it's probably been eight hours. Uh, no, I'm up. I'm probably drawing around looking to see if I can find anyone with anything interesting to do. Um, like your companions or like boat crew? Yeah, or? yeah the companions. Um, so you kind of walk around town. Uh, you find... Uh, you find uh, Yin talking to a squirrel animatedly. I'm going to watch for a second and then go look for someone else. Uh, and eventually you come across Shivani with, with her uh, cocktail and her wide brim sun hat. Is that good? Yes, it's quite good, actually. Can I join you? Of course. And awesome. I point to the lounge chair nearby. I'm going to take a seat and order two of those cocktails. Mm. All right. Um, 
Uh, you, you feel the sun on your skin, uh, the setting sun, as you... Uh, not, it's not setting, I guess. It's starting to get lower in the sky, though. Um, as you have a delightfully cold cocktail. Uh, Yen, roll me a perception check. Uh, check how to do that. Uh, let's see. Perception. 20. Uh, as you're yelling at the squirrel, you see something that catches your eye. I was conversating. I wasn't yelling. <laughs> <laughs> no one else can tell that. As you're animatedly conversating at a squirrel, uh, you see a black cat with gold fur around its feet run by. <laughs> Is that the lost cat? Yep. Yeah. Then I, I will... Um, <laughs> using that same ability, the ability to talk to animals, I will uh, run after it and, and try to get its attention to talk to it. Do you remember the cat's name? Oh, dear God in heaven. That is not a fair question. Mr. A lot of weeks. Oh, Mr. Something. Let's do something ridiculous. Um, let me see if I wrote it down. No fair. <laughs> no, I did not. Mr. I'll give you a hint. You could maybe suss the name out from the description of the cat. Something such? Our feet? Was it something feet or something socks? Goldie socks? No. I like Goldie Socks, though. <laughs> That's actually a really great name. I wish it had been Goldie I was going to say, if it wasn't, it is now. <laughs> Just go after him and tell him his mom's looking for him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. Hasn't it been three days in game? Yeah, but it's just the cat. <laughs> uh, didn't we take the sign, though? All right. It's Mr. Honey Socks. Yes, Honey Socks. I will... I will. Yell after it. Roll me a persuasion check with advantage. <laughs> oh. I love my weird character. <laughs> uh, 20. All right. So Mr. Honeysock stops and comes back your way. Uh, and a little while later, you are delivering him to a very happy child. Uh, uh, on the eastern side of town. Um, he's, uh, the child says, Mr. Honeysocks, I'm so happy to have you back. Uh, and then he, um, he looks up at you and he says, uh, oh, oh, you must want the big reward. Uh, and he pulls out three copper pieces. <laughs> uh, and says, this is all the money I have. And he hands it to you. Oh, don't take that. <laughs> I, I will give the I will give the copper back and I'll say, just make sure you keep good care of Mr. Honeysocks. And I I kind of wag my finger at Mr. Honeysocks, and you stick closer to home. You don't want to get lost again. All right. Um, and as you turn to leave, um, I need you to roll me a perception check. <laughs> roll, roll, roll a con check against poison. What? 
<laughs> Where are my dice? Oh, wow. That was even all dice there. I did really well on that perception check. That is uh, another 20. I'm going to keep that little purple dice. That did well. Um... All right. Uh, you notice just in time as the knife goes in. <laughs> oh no! Uh, you hear behind you is a a cloaked man uh, who is carrying a sickly green dagger, uh, and he says as he stabs you, "I'm Valorian." <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Um, and I need you to roll me initiative. All right. Oh. Good job splitting the party, guys. At the Trabana, uh, man, it is really nice. I'm not from a really a sunny place, but it's really nice to sit out here and you know, enjoy the sun, have a nice drink. Oh, and make me a con save for the poison. Okay. I got a natural 20. <laughs> so 20. Another one? No, no, that that was a natural twenty, so a twenty-two. All right, um, and then the con save. You haven't rolled anything less than a twenty this session yet. Well, I I have a lot. I have a high charisma or a high uh, wisdom because I'm a cleric. Uh, con was not good. Uh, Eleven. All right, uh, that's not enough, so you'll take full damage from that. Uh, so, Yen, you take 28 points of damage. Oh, damn. Oof. Uh, and then you go first on the initiative roll. Okay. And does it, this looks like one of the peons? This looks like one of the guys that ran away, yes. Um, I mean, it's hard to tell under the hood. Yeah. yeah. Actually, that, oh, I'm sorry, that would have been a critical because of his assassinate ability. Uh, so what, please hold. <laughs> uh, the good news is, is that the uh, poison damage doesn't get doubled. That is good news. <laughs> Bad news is that I forgot about the sneak attack damage. Then that does get doubled. Uh, so you take another 35 points of damage. Jesus. Did you just get assassinated? No, but I'm close. Run away! So I'm going to... don't remember how assassinate works, but... I mean, he's a rogue. He's probably faster than me. Let's see... Excellent news. I am going to cast. No, I am going to do. Where the hell is my channel? There it is. Everything is all mixed around. My channel divinity is. <laughs> preserve life. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do channel divinity and preserve life on myself. 
Mm -hmm. So I can restore up to 35 HP, divided um, it up to half of my max. So that gets me back up to 35. Okay. Uh, if I can do math. Because mm -hmm. that's half my max. All right, what else are you doing? What? And then what else are you doing? And then I'm going to um, use... Can we run away? Hush. <laughs> I am going to use my Furbolg magic and cast Hidden Step on myself using my bonus action. I turn invisible until the start of my next turn, attack, deal damage, or force a saving throw. Okay. Uh, once per short rest. And then I will move away from him. Cool. Uh, do invisible creatures provoke attacks? Not right. unless the, the attacker can still sense them. All right. Uh, he just kind of goes, where'd you grow, you giant overgrown ape? <laughs> Rude. Well. Then it's his turn. <clears throat> Going to, oh, where do, you, where do you go? Just like, we're doing this one theater of mind style. It's just yeah, like, just... I just want to go away from him. 30 feet? Yeah. All right. So he's just going to slot, like, slice at the, at the space where you were. Uh, and he just kind of starts looking around. Um, and then you look, see him look over towards the kid with the cat. Uh oh. That is what I was afraid of. All right. Your turn, Yen. Okay. I am going to cast... Um, I'm going to cast Old Person on him. Okay. That, uh, and that is a wisdom save? That is a wisdom save. Uh, DC 15 for you, if I remember correctly? Uh, yeah, I believe so. All right. He rolled a five. So he so you, so you've turned visible uh, 30 feet away from him as you, as you bind him with the magic of, of your god, S. Goddess. And I, um, and that lasts a while, right? That lasts. I think up to a minute. Up to a minute. Conversation. Concentration. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I am going to walk up to him and say, I saw you looking at that child. You're a bad person. I'm sorry. I've gone fully <laughs> movie leprechaun tonight. <laughs> Don't know why. Well, at least you're not talking in rhymes. <laughs> Woo! Um, and and then I, I walk up to him and um, I think didn't didn't couldn't we bind him or something last time I cast old person? Yeah, you can you can tie him up. Okay, so I will tie him up, and I'll 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 say to the kid, um, <laughs> run, run and get the constables. So you're able to get him tied up real good, uh, and uh, the constables come over in, in short order. Uh, is he going to save him for every round? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm, you know, so it's fine. Uh, I don't want this to drag on too long. And uh, the constables come over, and they get Valorian the fifth, uh, and uh, 
and they start they like they uh they put him into manacles uh, and they start taking him away and they well, thank you they thank you for interceding while they were while they were coming um i did want to pluck that dagger off of them and see if it's anything special it's a regular dagger that's been coated in poison okay i'll just hold it out to them like be very careful with this it's poison Okay. Um, uh, and as he's being dragged away, he just says, "You haven't seen the last of Valorian." Uh, <laughs> at which point, the guards gag him. <laughs> I go, I go walking back to the ship, like rubbing the giant hole in my back. <laughs> <laughs> so what, 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 what did I get you down to, out of curiosity? Seven. <laughs> yeah, one attack. Yeah. Oh damn. Yeah. Well, I mean, assassinates a killer ability when it's combined yeah. with both sneak attack and a poison dagger. Yeah. That's kind of the point. <laughs> uh, it's about time for Sean to be on the receiving end of that, though. <laughs> well, you know what I realized is I am the, I think I'm the only person that's been knocked out. And I've been knocked out in every battle. You've been knocked out in every battle. Yeah, only like. Forty-seven percent of them. <laughs> really into the percentages tonight. <laughs> and you know, Rangram didn't die in the first campaign until like episode thirty-eight. So you got like you got some time left. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, you start it's heading back fine. to the. It's fine. <laughs> um, as you are drinking your delicious cocktails. Uh, Giovanni uh, um, and Una. Um, a purple clad silent one comes up to the two of you, bows, and holds out a piece of vellum rolled up. Giovanni will take it. Uh, uh, just says, please return to the minute of mystery. L. Amani, uh, you also get the same message. And uh, Yin, as you're walking back to uh, the ship and rubbing your wounds, you get intercepted by a messenger. I imagine I do a little yip. Um, <laughs> I'm a little jumpy still and kind of looking around, and then I, oh, thank you very much. And bugger off to the minaret. Okay. <laughs> All right, so the four of you meet back up outside the minaret, happening to arrive around the same time. Do we notice that uh, Yin looks like shit? Uh, Yin's uh, white, beautiful white robes are just covered in blood. <laughs> Yin, what the hell? <laughs> Apparently, we shouldn't let Valorian get away. He can Holy crap! Yeah. How, How many robes? There were, weren't there two of them that ran away? Mm-hmm. So there's another one out there gunning for us. Probably. Ready? Well, I'm not sure if he can become Valorian until this Valorian dies. I don't know how it works. I don't know either. Maybe we should have asked. I'm going to clap Yin on the shoulder and go, Y'all look like shit, buddy. And give him five points of lay on hands. <laughs> well, I was almost murdered in the street. As she touches you, you guys see uh, her shoulders, like where the tribal tattoos kind of spill out into her arms. They glow kind of gold for a brief second. Multi-classing. Mm. 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 Weird. That's a that's an interesting 
no ability. What in, where in the world did that come from? I have no clue, man. It's cool though, right? <laughs> would I have the ability to recognize divine magic? Uh, roll me a religion check. Uh, no, I would not. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, got a, I got a 10 modified with my plus 8. <laughs> Not nothing you recognize. <laughs> well, uh, thank you very much. <laughs> You're welcome, buddy. All right, so you guys uh, make your way back to uh, the same door that you were led into last time, uh, and which shuts and opens up, and you guys find yourself back into. Uh, the Minarets Observatory, uh, where uh, you see sitting at the table that you had sat at just a few days prior, uh, Captain Thora, warily drinking a cup of tea, and Lahaz sitting on the other side of the table. Hey! hey! <laughs> <laughs> Not at all how we'd hoped to get you out of here, but we're really glad we didn't have to die. Yeah! We would have hated to happen again. Uh, she says, I am glad you didn't have to die, too. She says, um, Lahaz mentions that you uh, mounted a rescue effort. <clears throat> it's such as it was. Didn't go well at all. Um, she says, I heard, I think I heard the bits of it. She says, uh, um, it was shortly before the airship left for, uh, left for the capital. I was kind of in and out of it, but Oh, so you were on the airship. Gina. Oh, see, we totally could have pulled it off. No, no, we couldn't have. Oh, we totally <laughs> could have. We, we, we made it past maiming, but it was necessary for us to leave. We could have just tried a little harder. She says, you know, I, I feel like Ian was intimidated. Like, I just got stabbed. <laughs> I sincerely I to, appreciate I'm standing, I'm standing there like this go, and just go <laughs> uh, She says I sincerely appreciate your foolhardy attempt to to rescue me she says um, and I if I had an idea that Blaz was as powerful as he was I would have maybe warned you or made fun of him a little less I don't know <laughs> Yeah, he's definitely, um, definitely a bit of a dick. Yeah. Yeah. She probably wouldn't have taunted him as much as he did. Yeah. Yep. He's also got a hair trigger, so <laughs> he's not, he's not a, a shy and retiring type. You're lucky he didn't just kill you offhand. Uh, she yeah. says, yes, his, uh, his first, his first mate was, uh, far more reasonable. Well, that's good. Did we kill that guy? <laughs> nope. No, we didn't. It's we, not that convinced him to let us not be dead. <laughs> that's right. Markov. Mm -hmm. She says, well, it is good to be out of that room. Did you end up seeing any of the other test members? We think there are some still captured. Did anybody pass you notes? She says no. She says, um, and I really didn't see anybody aside from the uh, 
uh, Empress, her vizier, and the guards. How are you doing, Mo? She says, I'll feel better when I've got the sea underneath me. She says, on that note, she says, uh, well, House here says that you have the fury here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It is uh, in dock, undergoing a little bit of repairs. She says, didn't expect you to become such fast sailors. We got help and hired a good crew. Jesus, who helped you? Edith? No, it was um, Captain Cannon. Oh, Captain Jen Shy Kitten. Yeah. She says our paths have crossed a few times. Yeah. So we heard. <laughs> <laughs> she just lets that fly right by her. Did originally, or did you guys just throw it in for flavor? I don't remember. No, no she straight up had it to us. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> We need, we need Shivani and Una to roll deception, not to raise their eyebrows and look at each oh, other. Oh, no. We're not afraid of says, um, it was quite difficult to retrieve her. Hmm. Really? Why? He says, the room had, uh, room was impossible to teleport into. So how'd you do it? I had to teleport outside and fly through the window. Nice. Um, he says, uh, "He says I discovered that a strong wind was able to dispel the uh, the field." Hmm. <clears throat> we never tried uh, a strong wind. Uh, and he says, "So then, once I was in through the window, he says I I picked her up and took her out and teleported back here with her." <laughs> I imagine you were probably seen. It's hard to see something that's invisible. Oh, well, perhaps <laughs> not. I mean, Thor, I'm really glad you're back, but I'm also super glad that the Empress didn't get what she wanted. I'm mostly just glad you're back. Kevin Thor says, what do you think the Empress wants? Can we insight check her? Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> I didn't think about that. Thirteen. Ooh, I rolled really well. Nice. Uh, skills. Eighteen plus seven, so twenty-five. <clears throat> right? Uh, uh, yeah, she seems to be, she seems on the level. You don't sort of get any sense of deception or anything like that. Yet you, you kind of get just this uh, impression that she's incredibly, like, tired. Mm -hmm. How about we get you back to the boat and you can pick him out? Well, actually, Captain, would you mind if I uh, cast a spell on you? She kind of squints her eyebrows and she says... One, you didn't answer my question. Two, what kind of spell? It's very odd. What question? She says, what do you think the Empress's motivation, what do you think the Empress wants? Oh, we have no idea. She's, yeah. She says, neither do I. She says, she is an enigma, at, and not in the good way, like Lahaz here, she says. <laughs> Inscrutable. 
She says, but you, the way you spoke, Imani, she says, you spoke with such conviction, I thought that maybe you had some insight into the workings of her mind. No, she just pissed me off, and I'm really glad that she didn't get what she wanted, whatever it might have been. You in a cage was part of it, so we got to take something away from her. Well, and, and I think... Very honestly, convicted... Con I feel a lot of conviction about how good that feels. Mm -hmm. I, do, I do think she... That, that we're probably giving her one of the things she wants by getting our people off that island, but I don't see an alternative. I think she wants to control everything around her. Yeah, I think she wants absolute control in her empire, and getting rid of us would, would certainly help. Yeah, but she didn't do that. She's still got our people locked up in her tower. Uh, she, so, and so Kevin says, so what spell is this you wanted to cast? Oh, the uh, the Empress had cast a, a, something on Una that a compulsion. Uh, a compulsion that she had no memory of ha of having a conversation with her, but removing removing a curse on her freed those memories. I thought I'd offer that same option in case the Empress mucked around with your mind. She says, well, I see no harm in it. I will cast. Assuming I can find the damn spell. Ah, bugger. <clears throat> well, unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, I didn't memorize the damn thing, so I'll have to Petition Gwenly for it in the morning, but I'll do that tonight. And we can. Uh, Talking about remove curse. Yeah. And I'll I'll cast it on you in the morning, and we'll see if any memories come back. Um. Uh, the Lahaz just says, oh, that's all you're going to do. And, uh, he lays a paw on her and, uh, casts a spell. She says, and then what's supposed to happen? Well, Una got a bunch of memories back. Yeah. We were, we were very, very much a pain in the ass, so... Yeah. She may not have felt the need to be deceptive with you. She says, uh, well, I didn't really see much of her. She grilled me pretty hard about uh, you lot. Yeah, sorry about that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she says, uh, yeah, she just asked questions. I've been asked questions before. That's, didn't tell her anything. What questions in particular was she asking about us? She wanted to know if I if I'd been contracted to help you escape. Uh, if I knew any sort of uh, what your what your motives were, things like sure. that. Yeah, Um, she says, uh, 
She wanted to know where you were going. Which I thankfully had no idea. I don't think we did at that point either. I feel like we still don't. <laughs> like, we're pretty directionless. Mm-hmm. I just, like, sometimes... Thor says, like, a ship without a rudder. <laughs> yeah. Although I think we're, we are hoping for a ride to Castellander. Is that the right continent? Okay. Country. Yeah. Country, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she says Castellander. She says, uh, in Corva or the other one? In Corva. In Corva, yes. Ultimately, we're going to be making our way to uh, Marquain. She says, well, after you've freed me from that prison, she says, it's the least I can do. Cool. Well, so, shall we get you back to the boat and introduce you to the crew? <laughs> yeah, you might need one of those now. She says, yeah, that would be good. They're pretty cool people. Yeah. Um, so as you as you guys leave, uh, she takes you back over, or she talks to you guys, and she says, so I'm assuming you went through all my stuff? No, not really. Yeah, we totally did. Yeah, we did, absolutely. <laughs> we went through every bit of it. <laughs> really? Yeah, we did. Mm-hmm. Huh. I don't remember that at all. Um, we absolutely did. <laughs> I think we broke up on her chest as well. Yeah. She Every says, um, Oh, yeah, when we were panicking about how to make the thing go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She says, I really don't care about any of that stuff, with one exception. She says, um, uh, There should have been a, a small little carved uh, piece of ivory with a cat's face in it. Did we find that? We yes. found it. I don't know who has it. I don't think we took anything. I thought Shivani took it. Did we actually so. just take only the money and leave everything in her chest? Is that what we did? I think so. Uh, well, you took you took a spell gem that has raised dead in it. Shivani's got that. Uh-huh. Shivani's not giving that back. Let's <laughs> uh, um. see if it comes up. <laughs> see if it comes up. Oh, Jesus. True neutral. No. What are you? Yeah, true, true neutral. neutral. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so, so fill me in. What's going on? She says, uh, "Where'd you guys end up at after after you fled?" She said, "Did you make it to so, so, somewhere safe?" Obviously, she says, "Was yeah. this your first stop?" No, we were able to point the ship in one direction and keep it moving until we got to Farpool, mm-hmm. and then at Farpool, we were very confused about what to do, mm-hmm. and then. Somehow we ended up becoming boat people. Well, as far as we all sailors, she says, is the term we have for that. Sailors, you became. <laughs> I don't know if we're graduated to that point yet. And did we mention Una's the captain? Yes. She winks at you and says, "I always knew you had it in you." <laughs> I like this one. <laughs> uh, in Farpool, we also um, found a place for our people to go to. So. We were able. Oh, she says, "Well, um, adventures because we found a place for our people." Yeah, she says the Evolian government is not a bad. Wouldn't be a bad place for you, Mott. 
I'm glad to hear you say that because we're already committed. <laughs> she says, well, it sounds like you've done quite well without me. Anything else notable happen? Uh, we did some trading. Up on various uh, the best point you guys are coming up towards the dock where you see a couple people like loading goods onto the ship. We were, we were attacked by a zombie ship. Oh, yes, that happened as well. Uh, and she's like, she has kind of like tuned out for a second and she's like viewing the dragon's fury again for the first time with just sort of a look of uh, enamorment on her face. <laughs> then she turns slowly to you and says, zombie ship? She said, did you encounter Death's shadow? Yep, that's the one. We almost took that monster too, but he got away. Yeah, I, I think we had it. She says, and you live to tell the tale. She says, wow. I, you've been selling yourself short this whole time. She says, you're quite the sailors. Well, mm. we had the crew to do the sailing. We just did the ass with them. Edith did most of the work. <laughs> <laughs> On the sailing part? Yeah. On yeah. the telling what to do part? I think we did pretty good on the fighting part, though. Maybe. That's true. We can fight, and we can also follow directions, which good for us. <laughs> she says, so I used to know a Captain Edith, she says. Uh, mm-hmm. We can introduce right. you. She's a first mate. She lost her boat somehow, yes. and she's yeah. trying to get back into the game. <clears throat> yeah. So, um... So she uh, walks aboard uh, the Dragon's Fury. There's a loud dinging noise. She kind of starts and tips like, oh, that's just the, hey, who are you? Oh, it's you guys. She says, who's this? Well, that's the original Captain, Captain, Captain Dora. Oh. She knows she's what she's doing. Tiff says, uh, no, Tiff thinks better of saying that. <laughs> <laughs> She might be your new boss. We need to figure that out. <laughs> well, she says, I'm not a crew member on this ship. She says, I'm Una's personal assistant. <laughs> and Thor raises an eyebrow at that. She does the boring shit for me. <laughs> Thor sort of says, the boring shit such as? The, the, the writing stuff and the reading stuff. She looks barely old enough to be in college. She was in college until Una hired her. She's on vacation. It's fine. <laughs> and does she need to make it back to Farpool at some point? Yes. I think at some point, yeah. Maybe. I mean, yeah. sort of up to her. <laughs> she uh, kind of looks around the ship. Uh, she goes to the cabin, the captain's cabin. Kind of looks around at the little changes you've made to it, and she's like, "Oh, it's not bad." Uh, she goes, opens her, looks at her in dismay at her like mangled chest, sighs, and opens it and kind of rifles through it and pulls out that little carved pearl. Uh, smiles and puts it in her pocket. Uh, she heads below deck to kind of see what you've done to it, and she's just like, "Oh, it's so warm down here." Yeah. <laughs> Mm. And we had to put in beds for you know. She looks people. looks sad for a moment. I'm sorry. She says, "Um, uh, the goods are loading." She says, "Uh, looks like um textiles and cotton." Yep. She says, "Good, good." 
This should go. This should sell well in Corva. Uh, she says, uh, "Have you um, picked up any of the other work I did?" No. We just yeah. We decided work was the best option for our first foray. Which is probably wise. And we also um, just learned about. Are there the people in Farpool who want to talk to Thora? Are there? Probably. Yeah. Well, didn't somebody um, ask us if we were going to do the same sort of stuff that she was? Because they wanted. Oh, to that was what's his face. Laz asked that. Oh, okay. Never mind. Does anyone remember how much money we took out of her chest? So much more than we could even produce now. It was close to like 8,000 gold. Was it? Seriously, that it, She doesn't seem concerned about the money. It was enough that we all had like a shit ton of money from that alone. Why did we take all of her money? I feel like that's not we something- We were panicking. Okay. Yeah. We, we took all the money and split it between the four of us. That's how we got some of our sweet new items. <laughs> okay. All right, so uh, she, she doesn't bring it up. She also doesn't bring up the spell gym. Uh, she just seems happy to be back on her ship. Uh, the first thing that she does, though, she goes over to the side of it, uh, and she removes a little placard that says the shark's tooth, and she says, well, fuck it. Dragon's Fury forever now. <laughs> she throws it. She throws the little plank into the water, goes to the other side and does the same. She says, I'm not hiding who I am any longer. Awesome. <laughs> we might have to update the Dock Master that the name of our ship changed. <laughs> I think they'll figure it out. <laughs> she says, uh, Dock Master here owes me a favor anyway. Okay. <laughs> Uh, she says, "What are you? Uh, when are you planning on setting sail? Two or three days from now." Yeah. Um, she says, "Well, uh, she says I need a fresh new outfit. She says I need about a half a gallon of wine uh, <laughs> and some good food." She says, um, "I'll be back on the on the uh, oh the twenty fourth." Uh, which is three days from now. So, cool. Do you need any money? Uh, she kind of stops for a second. She says, "Yeah, I suppose that would help help those things, those goals." <laughs> uh, she goes back into her chest and pulls out uh, a handful of coins, and then just shoves them into a pocket. She said, "What bar is Edith staying at?" The the Kraken? No. The Righteous Hydra. Oh. Hydra. Righteous, uh, the Ronchi Hydra or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> the Righteous Hydra. She says, she says, it's a real salty sailor's bar. She says, I need to meet you. I need to meet our first mate. And she says, and get a room. Have and fun. With that, and with that, she stalks back into the, off the boat and into town. And Tiff uh, kind of goes up to you guys. She says, she's tall. She's very tall. I mean, not as tall as you. No, no few people are. Isn't Tiff a gnome? No, she's tiefling. Oh, she's my bad. Tiefling. I got that completely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, what do you guys want to do for the next few days? Read. All right. 
Yeah, I think I'll read my read my book. Um, Shivani is going to. Uh, let me take the map here. Go back to Marin's magical goods mm-hmm. and see about picking up a replacement chest for the one that they broke, with a uh, one that's perhaps magically reinforced. <laughs> all right. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, uh, she says, "Well, I can give you magic." I think she says, "A regular chest you can pick up from any vendor for five gold pieces." She says, uh, "She says I've got this one here that is um, magically enforced for fifty. Uh, she says, uh, "She says, and I've got this one." Um, that uh, she says is uh, 2,000, uh, she says, but uh, you can cast the spell Arcane Lock on it at will. Can't you cast that on any chest? She says, yes, but you don't need a shit ton of gold powder to do it with this one. Oh, I see. So you can, ah, yes. I think just the, the 50 gold chest will be quite lovely. All right, so she... Uh, she uh, she writes your receipt and she says I'll have um I'll have some folks deliver that a little later this afternoon. Do you do any kind of gift wrapping? Uh, she says, sure, I can I can definitely do that. She pulls out a wand and she taps the chest and a bunch of paper springs out of the wand and wraps around it in a little bow. A wand of wrapping. <laughs> I could use one of those in real life. I would pay money for that. <laughs> <laughs> Marvelous. Thank you ever so much. You know. All right. Um, anybody have anything else they want to do? If not, it is the 80th day of the year 700. Um, uh, the, the, uh, the heat of the summer continues here in the city. Uh, you guys managed to pass the time relaxing, uh, preparing <laughs> to take off. Uh, Edith has gathered uh, gathered the crew, um, uh, and everybody is on board and ready to set sail. Um, you're just waiting for Captain Thor to return. Don't tell me we lost her again. No, no. I'm okay. <laughs> um, we just got her back. Don't make me captain anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so bad at it. <laughs> um, and after a little bit, um, uh, you see her uh, ascend uh, the deck. Uh, and uh, she says, well, what a fine crew that you all have um, uh, gathered here. She says, I'm not... I'm, uh, she says, I'm not so used to uh, having a crew that can talk back and question my <laughs> orders. Uh, she says, but we'll make do. Uh, oh, also, it's Carmala, Caitlin. Carmala? Mm-hmm. Uh, she says, now. Uh, she says, I am Captain Thora. She says, this is my ship, the Dragon's Fury, and I'll be in command from here on out. Uh, she says, but I don't want anybody to think lesser of Una... Uh, she says, so everyone give Una a nice round of applause for getting the ship to Farpool and to here. 
and the crew kind of claps. Uh, she says, well, it's 10 days to Encorva. She says, uh, looks like we're going to have some clear weather. She says, favorable winds. So, everybody, let's, uh, let's retract that plank and get to work. And uh, she starts uh, tossing orders at the crew uh, very efficiently. She's, like, really good at that. Uh, and, uh, and the ship takes on. Oh, uh, we should let Thora know that a couple of us actually have real jobs on the boat. So if we leave, she might have to replace them. The Yen and I, right? Yen, or do you have a job at all? Yeah, I forget what I was. Surgeon. Doctor, yeah. Doctor. And then I'm the quartermaster. Mm hmm. Um. All right. Uh, so you guys set sail for, uh, cast the lantern. Um, what do you guys do on your trip? Um, hmm. nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gotta do shit. <laughs> um... Yeah, nothing. I mean, my job. I'm the quartermaster. Yeah, roll me a um, navigator's tool inspect. Mm, what do I add to that? Uh, it is your wisdom. And you have proficiency with it, so. So that's a wisdom save, essentially? Essentially. Okay, so 17. All right, no problems. Uh, uh, Captain Thora comes in and tells you that's really good work. Uh, she says, uh, are you sure you haven't been a quartermaster for a long time? Yeah. I mean, no. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, there was that one time seven years back. <laughs> she says, well, you, you, do, uh, you do fine work, she says. Um, if you're interested, you're welcome to stay on. Oh, I have some things that I need to sort out, unfortunately. I appreciate the offer, though. She knows. All right. Uh, so, um, at, um, at some point, uh, Una, mm -hmm. uh, Captain Thor kind of calls you into what used to be your quarters. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, and she says, uh, she says, hey, I wanted to thank you. Oh, what? She says, you, you kept the, you kept everything running. She says, um, and I really, really appreciate that. Well, we appreciate all that you did for us. She says, I don't really feel like I, I did much, but, um. Yeah, uh, she did a lot. She says, well, anyway, I've, I have a little gift for you. Cool. Uh, and she pulls out a big box 
hands it to you. I was a little concerned that she was actually an evil person who was trying to kill me. <laughs> I haven't opened it yet. <laughs> no trust. Just Chris. <laughs> so I will open it then. I would say I feel personally hurt by this accusation, but except and it kills me. <laughs> except I mean I know how I know I know how I do. <laughs> <laughs> I feel personally hurt about the fact that you know me. <laughs> um, inside is a fine-looking captain's hat. Mm. <laughs> cool. Um, uh, it is a custom item I made. I will have to give it to you a little later in D&D Beyond, uh, but it is a magical item. Oh. And if, if you tune to it, your charisma score is set to 19. Damn! Wow. So fucking jealous! <laughs> I'm going to put it on and be like, how's it look? I feel like my head's trying to large. She got, Am I she like a hat like, person? She looks at you and smiles. She says, it looks quite fetching. Very <laughs> natural. Cool. Um, he says, uh, we wear it well. Thanks. <laughs> Is it like daytime or? Yeah. Cool. So how's the ship been since you've been back? She says, well, the new riggings are quite, quite well done. She says, you guys seem to have hired a really excellent crew. She says, Alfred is, uh, is an exceptional bosun. Mm -hmm. uh, she says, Edith, I mean, she says, uh, quite the captain, or first, you know, first mate, I guess. Uh, she says, and an excellent loop player. I don't know if you've heard her play. No. She says her fingers are quite nimble. Mm. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, and then she winks. Uh, and then, uh, and she says, and the rest of the crew, yeah, all good, all good folks. She says, uh, she says, uh, I'm not sure what we're going to do next after this, but uh, good things, I feel. Yeah. I don't think you'll have it all under control. It's probably a little weird getting used to people breathing on the boat again. Or for the first time. Again? She says, I didn't take on passengers too often, she says, but um, it is... It is strange. I will not lie. She said, but you know, there's a life to the boat now that wasn't there previously. Yeah, literally. <laughs> they're, they're good people. Yeah. All right, so um, she uh, leaves you to it. Um, uh, Tiff uh, comes up to you, Shivani, at some point on the journey and says, uh, she says, what, is there anything I can do to help you? Uh, she says, Una, now that she's not captain, she's kind of super ignoring me. <laughs> um, well, not really. I, I mean, I'm just doing some Minor busy work to pass the time. I guess if you wanted to contribute to that, uh, it'd be all right. <clears throat> she says, I'm so bored. I will, 
I'll scribe a scroll if you want. <laughs> oh, that's actually what I was working on myself. Um, let me see your spell book, dear. All right, she hands it to you. Okay, I, I will pick up a couple first level spells and have her make scrolls. All right, um, uh, whatever whatever scrolls you want to make. Cool. You, you cover the costs, so it's fine with me. Uh, and then Shivani herself is going to make four scrolls of identify and one scroll of alter self. Nice. Can you guys hear me now? Yeah. yeah. Can we not hear you? Um, everybody froze for me, and then it said wow. your internet connection is unstable, so. <laughs> okay. All right, so, um, yeah, she, uh, she makes those scrolls for you. Um, and, uh, uh, so, um, is there anything anybody wants to do else? Anybody wants to do on the, uh, on the journey? I'd like to finish up those books that I took from the Mm -hmm. lady at Gwenley, but other than that, I got nothing. Absolutely. Um, right. oh. Good. I was going to say, since she has no responsibility, Una is just going to like try to be helpful where she can and kind of hang out with the cruel people on the crew. Yeah, <laughs> with people. Get to know them as like people. I have, I have a feeling that like <clears throat> in order to keep her from getting bored periodically um Una has asked Yin to um, throw her off the ship. You can get the drop on her. And, <laughs> yes. And then cast Water Walk on her. <laughs> so <laughs> periodically you'll either hear like a furballed yell and then a thump as he hits the deck or <laughs> a yelp as Una goes sailing overboard. The fun part about this is I can't be surprised. So. <laughs> It's just, it's just too fucked up to get a little bit. It's fun, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, you guys arrive um, uh, one day one day past schedule, so it took you 11 days. It's the 91st day of year 700, uh, and you arrive in the city of Encorva. Um uh cast a lantern for where what from what you can see um is uh kind of a rugged uh grassy rocky land um uh there's a warm breeze that comes in off the gulf uh and uh just a bunch of uh kind of uh you see like kind of a vast forest off in the distance uh and a bunch of kind of um houses here that are done in kind of like that half timber style. Uh, very, um, I don't know what you'd call that. Um, but uh, uh, the crew uh, unloads the goods um, and uh, Captain Thora goes and sells them. Uh, and she comes back. Uh, and she's actually good at that. 
So hey, I did good the first one. You did. Uh, she comes back and hands you, um, Amani, uh, three hundred platinum pieces. Oh damn! You real good at this. <laughs> it's way more than we made. Uh, she says. Um, she says the uh, textiles are in quite high demand today. Cool. Good choice. Uh, and, and Although, should says, you be giving this to me since I'm leaving the boat? She says it was your money. She says, uh, I'll be handling the boat funds from now on. Don't you want the boat funds? She says you earned them. I mean, I'm not going to argue too hard because I need 10,000 gold, so... <laughs> um. Uh, uh, she says one tip though before you uh, traipse off down to uh, Marquain, uh-huh. she says tomorrow is midsummer. Mm-hmm. So maybe if you if you wish, stay for the uh, stay for the celebration. Okay, cool. This is a, a sort of a larger city, Chris. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's fairly large. It's a big port city. A lot of, uh, there's a lot of ships in the harbor there. Um, uh, it's, uh, it's actually a pretty, pretty busy port. Um, uh, it, it's kind of a big, like, most ships stop here that, like, that most ships that go to Lakana, like the southern cities of Lakana, have to stop here. Uh, and then, you know, it's a big, you know, big reserve destination. So, uh, all that to say, yes, it's, it's a bigger city. A lot of hustle and bustle. Okay. Um, Shivani is going to try and sell those scrolls that she made during the boat trip. See okay. Make some money off of those. Yeah. Um, uh, are you trying to sell them to the shops or are you just trying to sell them to... No, find a, a magic shop. All right. What level, what level are the... There's one second level and eight first level. First level. How much do they cost to make uh, in raw supplies? Remind me. Uh, it's twenty-five for each first level and two hundred and fifty for the second level. Um. Uh. So. Uh. Take half of what they cost, and add that to the cost, and that's how much you can sell them for. So two fifty, you can sell that for three seventy-five. Okay, so all together was four fifty, so that would be six seventy five back. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we paid our crew, right? Yes. Uh, well, Thora did out of out of the boat funds before she gave it to you. Yes. Um, Chris, question: Midsummer yes. is that the same thing as the, the solstice? Yes. Okay. Yes, that's a very big day for you, isn't it? Yeah, it is. All right. Um, so, uh, what do you guys do? Uh, Thora says, um, uh, she says, I'll be staying here for a few days. She says, um, uh, she says, and then I'm probably going to start heading back to Valdeheim. Oh, all the way back to Valdeheim. She says, um, she says, uh, I have some unfinished business I have to take care of there. Well, if you ever need a hand. 
Um, is there anybody here? Or anything? Um, sorry. Sorry. Good. Is there anybody here in, in, in Corva um, that you would recommend us to get a ride back to Farpool with? Um, she says, uh, no one in particular. She says, just um, whenever you book passage, she says, uh, don't negotiate with the barkers. She says, find the captains and negotiate with them. <clears throat> Melanie Pleasure Yachts? Shivani was talking about that. Uh, she says, well, she says, the pleasure cruises, she says, often tend to not go too far from the city. She says, you know, at, for the risk of pirates. Uh, so, also, if anybody says they're going to take you on a pleasure cruise to Farpool from Incorva, she says they're lying and probably just want to kill you and dump your body over the water. Go to the like a good time. Sounds more like my definition of a pleasure cruise. But. <laughs> then we just end up with another boat. Yeah, right. Um, is there anything you can tell us about getting to or problems with Mark Wayne? Um, she says, uh, uh, it's, it's a long road. She says, um, of course, you have your traditional bandits and things to watch out for. She says, uh, but uh, she says, I'll be honest, I've never actually been. Okay. She says, I tend to stick to ports where my boat is. She says, well, um, thank you all for everything. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. um, and if we're ever in the same port, she says, uh, don't hesitate to reach out to me. Definitely. Uh, and same to you if you're ever in Farpool. <laughs> mm -hmm. And with that, uh, Captain Thora takes her leave. Yeah. Oh, you're waving. <laughs> I thought you were raising your hand. <laughs> I was waving at Captain Thora. <laughs> uh, she starts kind of going over and uh, barking, barking orders at the crew members that are loading the goods in the wrong spot of the dock and stuff like that. So. Oh, man. Did Tiff ever... Tiff's with... No, Tiff is still with you guys, by the way. Okay. She kind of comes off the boat and she comes <laughs> up to you and I, uh, and she says, well, um, Hi. Hey! <laughs> I was actually just going to get to that, so good. Uh, she says, where are we going next? Uh, we're going to... to my friend. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. <laughs> are you wanting to come with, or are you wanting to go home? Uh, she says, well, uh, are you going to put me on a boat by myself? She says, screw that. Well, I mean, it, we could probably stop Thora. She could probably make a stop in Farpool. She says, uh, she says the summer's still young. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I guess come ahead with us. It'll be fine. Do I get the, the sense, Chris, having um, seen Tiff's spellbook and worked with her? Is she like a first-level wizard, second-level wizard? Uh, probably like a... Fourth. Oh wow, she's as much of a wizard as I am. She'll <laughs> <clears throat> be good. Let's just have a bunch of fun. It'll be awesome. Best summer vacation ever. Also, I'm a little sad. I wasn't expecting 
I wasn't expecting Thor to be gotten back so soon. So uh, <laughs> you're the one who did it, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> you gave us this out. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, I wasn't. <laughs> uh, so I will now show you all of the uh, little crew member tokens I made for <laughs> for each of the uh, each of the members. I like some of the people. I hope we meet up with them again. <laughs> Well, I can. Half orc with glasses. Is that, is that Alfred? Is that Alfred. Alfred. Yep. Bridger. Man, Bridger. This one, this oh, one I'll get. Bridger might know that. If Una had known that. Imani uh, <laughs> Blue. There's, there's Tiff. Uh, First off, there have been no debating about who the fuck we we're hiring. Carswell. <laughs> Georgie. Oh, you know what I'm gonna do? Because I know that at least at least a couple people watch this on our secret YouTube channel. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna just share it so that they can so that they can see too. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> a Myrtle coming up. Uh, Rowley. Stormy. And Vivian. So there's your there's your crew of the Fury. They're gonna have so much fun without us. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, they're much better off. <laughs> the, the crew of the no longer appearing in this story. <laughs> you never know. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so anywho. Uh, I thought for sure we were going to have a chance to kill Carswell. <laughs> no. Carswell. So, I mean, days young, I mean. <laughs> Who's Carswell? The halfling, the young halfling on his first voyage. Oh, why would you want to kill him? That's mean. Oh, it was going to be on purpose. No, it was going to be purely accidental. He was going to be our red shirt. Yes. <laughs> I didn't ever actually. I didn't actually share it. Oops. So, I'll yeah. put, it up, put it up later or something. All right. Uh, <laughs> anywho, um, so uh, what do you all do? You're in, you're in Corva, uh, kind of standing near the docks with all of the stuff you own with you. Uh, what hotel. Time? What time of day is it? Uh, it's like. Late afternoon. Well, does it make sense to just find a place to stay and then maybe get ourselves some, some animals tonight? Then we can head down the road tomorrow, first thing. I thought we were going to stay for the uh, solstice. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I want to stay for the solstice. Okay, disembodied voice, we got you. <laughs> She's just down the street a little ways. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> So, all right, well, let's find it in. All right, so uh, you uh, do. What kind of inn do you want to stay in? You can say you know, like a, a modest, a nice inn, a wealthy inn. I think Shivani's going to make that choice for all of us again. Yeah. Shivani is willing willing to compromise on a one gold piece per night inn. <laughs> how many how many uh, inns do do we reject before finding the right one? 
four. All right, lucky number five. <laughs> In real life, this would be infuriating, but because <laughs> this is fucking hilarious. I love this game. I love well, fake life. <laughs> she rejects just because of the curtains. They clap <laughs> the upholstery. <laughs> I mean, she's got a point. <laughs> All right, so grading on the eyes. <laughs> You guys found you. You guys find your way to a tavern called the Owlbear's Revenge. Ooh, I like this. <laughs> Una loves it. Um, uh, which is actually you're actually pretty lucky that you got rooms. They they tell you because the festival's coming up tomorrow and all the people are coming in from outside of town for the for the uh, for the festival. So what is the festival about? Uh, it's midsummer. It's the longest day of the year. Uh, everyone gets out and parties. It's basically a celebration of uh, of you know life and living it up. Isn't it so strange that there's a long day of the year? Gosh, that's weird. He raises <laughs> eyebrow. He's like, it's always been that way here. Oh <laughs> uh, no, not where I'm from. <laughs> Are you from like the equator or something or underground? Uh, huh. Well, anyway, welcome. Welcome <laughs> to uh, what is uh, hopefully not your last uh, Midsummer Festival here at Encorva. <laughs> well, thank you. All right. Uh, the next day, uh, the 92nd day of the year 700, uh, the Eighth of Fools, as they know it locally here. Um, you guys uh, find yourselves at a festival that can only be described as a uh, hedonistic uh, uh, a collection of delights. Uh, sort of a carnival thing? Yes. There's like uh, vendors in the streets. There's drinking. There's dancing. Um, uh, but there's people, that have, people that have taken that to its logical conclusion off <laughs> some areas. Uh, um there's people selling all sorts of like street foods and vendors selling wares, like made art supplies. Um, uh, you see uh, people putting on magic shows and little theater bits and lots of bards out playing songs everywhere. Uh, <laughs> uh, it appears like the entire town is off in the streets celebrating. Una spends most of the first part of the day just up in her room. All right. But around like noonish, come down, go and meet with the others. Um, you're doing some sort of some something reverent for the uh, uh, solstice. I'm yes. Yep. Um, so Una comes down, uh, uh, and she looks positively radiant. Nice. <laughs> um. So. Uh, what do you all do? Go out and enjoy the carnival. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I have a feeling it would be all like all different kinds of vendor, food vendors, and Yin would try to try try them all. <laughs> um, also, in the crowd, I have a feeling he'd get goosed and be <laughs> shocked, but then delighted. All right. <laughs> 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 Um, 
Cool. Well, How much having... money do I spend at food vendors? Are you gonna Are you gonna pay what they ask for, or are you gonna pay them what you want to give them? Uh, I say about half and half. <laughs> drop like ask first. <laughs> drop, drop like ten gold. Okay. Uh, uh, Tiff has a great time. Uh, she. Uh, 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 it's gonna be Larissa. <laughs> I'm like, <"Tiff."> <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> or two. Uh, like about like I don't know, halfway through the festival, she she finds this very um, attractive uh, half elf fella, uh, and then they spend a lot of time together, and then you don't see her again for the rest of the day. <laughs> As I head off, uh, Luna gives her a high five. <laughs> She uh, returns it enthusiastically. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, you guys have a great time at the Midsummer Festival, and it is now the 93rd day. Uh, the town is much different than it was the previous day. A collective hangover <laughs> kind of permeates the air <laughs> as people return to the drudgeries of day-to-day -day life. I'd imagine Una would have retired for the day in a similar manner that uh, <laughs> that Tiff did. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. observed for a bit, but did not take part in the debauchery. <laughs> Something rather unpleasant about people just going about their business in public. <laughs> yes, it is in fact very um uh de classe, very very base. I mean it is what it is. <laughs> I mean that's yeah, that's not saying it's a bad thing, but that is kind of maybe as somebody who grew up in a in a world of um She finds it yeah, she finds it um Do we have any equivalent sort of parties in the undernation? Oh yeah. I mean, you you do in Partivian, maybe in Grand Crystallum, where it's all you know, balls and. Uh, <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the same party. <laughs> balls. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say I was trying to think of the word, and I got first. That's the last word I said. Balls and cotillions is what I was gonna try to. Say. <laughs> it's all balls. It's all balls. balls. <laughs> <laughs> Bad pause there, Chris. <laughs> I would have went that way. Yeah, I would. <laughs> yeah, yesterday when we were playing D and D, there was a point where um, uh, there there uh, there was a giant floating pyramid that was inverted, and like they're looking up at the tip of the pyramid, and they very Freudingly slept, said the tip of the penis descends. <laughs> Because they kept making they kept making just the tip jokes about it. So uh, you were the first one to say penis, though. <laughs> it's true. Oh, oh, oh okay. comes down for money. It's like oh, you know, it's quite a bit different from home, but I could get used to celebrating like that. Good. Man, I'm hungry. Order food. All right, uh, you get a, uh, a veritable feast of food. Um, 
Uh, and then are you going to buy your mounts? Uh, so for a trip down to um, uh, down to Marquane, um, they're probably not going to rent them to you. You can buy them and then resell them there if you want. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. We need um, camels again, right? Uh, no, this isn't as deserty. This is this has got like grass and forests and stuff. Um, okay. Oh, the horses then. Um, so, uh, so, uh, just, Ooh, uh, elephants. <laughs> uh, I feel slow. Uh, they're faster than a human, slower than a horse. Um, so are you getting, uh, riding horses? Yeah. All right. Uh, How many time do I have to spend talking Shivani out of an elephant? <laughs> We don't see any for sale, so not, not long. <laughs> All right. Um, let me just check something real quick. What is... 109. You're fine. You're fine. Epsom salt is amazing, guys. Yeah, it's pretty good. What brought that on? Uh, my foot has not stopped hurting for about a month now. And what brought that on? What's that? I said, what brought that on? Well, at first I thought it was because my shoes were bad, but then I got new shoes and it still hurts. And then I just found a black line on my toe, so I'm like freaking out a little bit, like pretty steadily. I don't know if you saw my face earlier, but I went ahead and scheduled a doctor's appointment when I found it. Mm. But it doesn't hurt as much now that my foot's in the Epsom salt water. So that's nice. Yeah, that, that helps. Uh, so, um, Yen, you weigh so much and have so much gear on you that you'll either have to buy a slower horse or pay more money for a horse that matches the speed of everyone else's horse. Okay. I will... Um, Lights, Dale. Yeah. I will pay more money. All right, 400 gold pieces for you. What? Holy shit. As you buy a full-on war horse. Does it uh, look really cool? It does. It looks great, yeah. Luna's trying to get one, too. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, yeah, you get, a, a, like, a large Clydesdale that's been trained for combat. Uh, I'm asking for my horse. As part of the selection process, I do spend time telling um, the various available horses jokes. And see which one seems to appreciate it the most. All right, you select that horse. The horse you guys gotta pick out the prettiest one. All right, uh, yeah. the rest of you, your riding horses cost 75 gold pieces. And who's paying for tiffs? Uh, I guess I am. Your employer? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> don't need to take it out of there, I need to take it out of my money. <clears throat> What do we want to do with the ship funds? Keep it as a party bag? Sure. I'd be fine splitting it up since we no longer have a, a mutual business venture. A ship to fund? Exactly. Um, and I imagine we pop by an apothecary and get Yen some um, magical antacids after all that street food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me... Like that. That's the nice thing about being in a fantasy world is you never have heartburn. 
no, I, I can also I can also cast remove Montezuma's curse on myself. So, all right. So, uh, you guys hit the road on your horses. We do uh, making an, an imposing an imposing bunch. Uh, Are we dividing up the party bag? I think so. So you each get three hundred and fourteen gold. What's point three three of a gold? Uh, thirty three copper. Eleven copper each, and a hundred platinum each. Cool. Three hundred and fourteen gold and eleven copper. <clears throat> Cool. I'm rich. Not rich enough. Not yet. Ten thousand gold is so much. It's a lot. Yeah. I've got about. You want we can put down a dragon and take its hoard. I need that teleportation stone. <laughs> Why do you need that again? So that my people don't have to stay by themselves in the Ender Nation. I still don't understand why we couldn't use the Hellmuch Alphabetration for that purpose. Because that, well, I mean, we could have, but we gave to. Yes, but you were very anti Hellmuch Alphabetration. Because it almost killed me. I mean, even before we tried it. <laughs> well, I think that I maybe didn't understand what it did whenever I was arguing that. Well, no, because that that's why. Because it was a chance-based uh, uh, item. Um, and the 10,000 gold one is uh, guaranteed every time. It's true. And that's, that's why I was like, eh... Cool. All right. So you guys, um, you guys uh, hit the road for uh, Mark Quain. Uh, your first day goes fairly well. Uh, who's keeping watch that evening? Uh, I'll do the morning. Last one. I'll do the first two. And then we'll switch off again. Mm -hmm. So you want to go first, Imani, or should I? I don't care. Okay. I'll go today. Okay. Uh, roll me your perception check, Savani. Uh, ooh. <laughs> well, this is going to go well. <laughs> Seven. Mm. Okay. And then for your second one? Damn it. Never mind. Don't look at that. Okay. Five. Oh, no. Wow. I don't see the knife going in. <laughs> <laughs> My name's Valorian. You should have killed me when you had... No. <laughs> you thought you could escape me by going all the way to or cast a lantern? <laughs> all right. Uh, Yen, you had the second watch, you said? Yeah. Roll me a uh, perception check. 
Nineteen. Nice. Um, you hear something strange. What do I hear? Um, you hear. Uh, what languages do you speak? I speak celestial, common, elvish, giant, and goblin. Uh, you hear a voice in giant say. Ooh. Oh, you'll make a pretty snack, you will. <laughs> oh. uh, and then you hear the sounds of like, uh, kind of the strange like roaring noise. Uh, and you just hear the sounds of crunching. Hmm. Can I do a nature check to see if I know what the roaring noise was? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, you're about to die. <laughs> that's the sound of our 400-year-old piece horses being eaten. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Right. You just look around. You see all four of your horses. Or five of your horses here. <laughs> We've never known a horse to roar also. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. That was a 23. Uh, you're fairly certain that was a bear. Yeah. And this is close enough that I can hear it? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I will... don't have any spells or anything so in order to cast a spell do you have to like you have to speak it loudly right yes if it has a verbal component yeah it does okay well I will um, quietly rouse everyone and um, tell them there's a giant around here I think it just ate a bear awesome <laughs> Not from the bear. Looking around, do we see a giant anywhere within? Uh, roll me perception checks with disadvantage. Um, two. Ooh. With disadvantage? Mm-hmm. If they have dark vision, is it still disadvantage? Uh, yes, because it's not it's within 60 away. feet. Okay. 19. Perception? <clears throat> yep. Thirteen. Uh, Eleven. Five, again. <laughs> uh, as you, uh, Una, you see it. Um, as you look through the uh, trees, uh, you're able just to catch, like, the hint of movement as you see this um, uh, huge troll of uh, eating what appears to be uh, a bear, like a full-grown brown like, grizzly bear. Uh, you, you would guess that this thing is like 15 feet tall. Oh, shit. I think I see it, guys. <laughs> well, where is it? <laughs> I kind of point. Right. And as you, guys, as you guys kind of... She points. You guys can just barely make it out along with the, like a very unsettling like crunching sound as it continue, continues to consume this, uh, this uh, bear. How far away is it? Uh, it is probably about 90 feet. We have a campfire going, right? Uh, yeah. Um, well, that's disgusting. 
<laughs> should we attack it? Or I want it. Should we try to talk to him? Eh. I mean, do you talk to giants? I guess. I think it's a troll. Oh, troll. Sorry. My bad. I mean, he could be a perfectly nice person. Just has unusual gustatory tastes. We could go talk to him. Yeah. Uh, roll me a... Um, a troll knowledge check? Nature check, all of you. <laughs> I'm not going to be putting her armor on. While Nine. Sixteen. Uh, if you get a fifteen or higher, you know that trolls are generally uh, very dim uh, and very. Um, uh, they kill and eat pretty much anything. Uh, they have no. They have no compunction about killing, maiming, hurting anybody. <clears throat> so we'd be doing a public service. Then let's go. Luna takes off. Okay. How far away is it? 90 feet. 90 feet. Well, so, are you guys trying to be stealthy about it or? Nope. Does Shivani <laughs> have enough time to get her armor on before Una runs off? Yeah. Takes a minute, so, okay. I would certainly try to be stealthy. As a matter of fact, I would use the noise of the others to be stealthy. <laughs> I don't know if that works. <laughs> Alright, uh, well, let's just do initiative, shall we? And we will say that y'all have your armor and Damn it! Because I'm not a complete monster. What the fuck? I'm, I'm using my inspiration to re-roll that, because this guy is... First? Hating me. What the f actual fuck? I rolled three twos in a row. Oh, yeah. Aww. Right. I got a 20. I rolled three, so you know. <laughs> but what's that give you? For you, though, what's that give you? 16. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go. Let's, let's, it. let's go to the battle room. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, um, all right, so uh, let me clear off your old ones on there. All right. Oh. <coughs> Okay, so um, uh, what'd you get, Amani? You said 16? 16. 16, yep. Shivani, you get a eight. four or five, eight. <laughs> uh, Yen? 20. Una? 11. And Adesh? Oh, um, seven. Jeez. <laughs> All right, and the troll. Oh, don't forget Jeff. No, oh. <laughs> thank you. God, I'm I'm Larissa-ing her. 
Trolling McTroll face. Did you just see that, Sean? No, I'm. Uh, I was looking at a spell and thinking of something. Sounds good. All right. Uh, the troll goes. It doesn't know you're there yet, so it's surprised. Uh, puts up Yin. And I presume that casting a spell would. Gain its attention. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> I will cast. Jeez. Hold on just a second. <clears throat> well, I think I will. I will be the aid to the party, and I'll cast bless on the three folk. Okay. Um, no, actually, I won't do that. Never mind. Um, I will cast Spiritual Weapon to get that out. All right. Next to it. Kind of like in front of it, probably right here. Um, and that gives me an attack on it. Uh, 12. Uh, 12 minutes. Okay. Um, and then for bonus action, I will cast, I think, Sacred Flame. Okay. So it makes a, a deck save? Dex 15, yeah. I get a five. All right. Uh, That's radiant damage? That is. And 2d8, which is not bad. Not bad for government work. Um, wow. Uh, 11? Yes. Mm -hmm. Do I add anything to that? I don't. Nope. Okay. Um, and that's my turn. All right. So uh, the troll kind of howls out. And giant and says, uh, Who there me kill you? Mm -hmm. uh, which is what it says in giant. Uh, so only, I think only Yin can understand. No, I can. Oh, yeah. and Shabbat. Eric, Uda, you here too. Mm -hmm. All right, Amani, you're up. Um, so is it uphill or downhill from us? Uphill. Okay, can I climb up here? Mm hmm. So I will scrabble as quietly as I can up there. Mm hmm. And don't forget your Dread Ambusher bonus attack. Thank you. I would have forgotten again. Um, okay, doke. Go to action. So, longbow one. God damn it. Uh, that's actually still really good. That's a modified 20. That hits. Uh, that's uh, 27. You get three hits, right? Yeah. Because of the Dread Ambusher? Mm -hmm. uh, so a 19, a 27, and an 18. All hit. 
Nice. Very good. Okay. And then so <clears throat> oh, could I have used a bonus action to get the Hunter's mark? Hunter's mark? Sorry. Um, okay. And D8. D8. Missing a D8. That sucks. All right. So first attack, fucking nine. Roll a one. What a cunt. And don't forget you add your hunter's mark to each attack. So. Right. Um, so um, the first one then is 13. Okay. The second one, um, 11, 15. Okay. The third one is going to get the bonus D8. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's 5, 13, 16 points of damage. 16, all right. It's a pretty solid, uh, pretty solid... Pretty solid round against that thing. <laughs> I'm pretty, pretty happy with what just happened there. Yeah. Except for me, man. <laughs> All right. Uh, puts up Una. All right. Una is going to run up here. And then... Um... Uh, do I want to get closer and not attack, or do I want to use flame? Yeah, I'll go into rage mm -hmm. and pull out my storm boomerang. All right. <laughs> throw it at its fucking face. Um, can I reckless attack with my storm boomerang? <laughs> Uh, does that let you increase? Oh, no, it's, it's only strength, right? Only strength weapons. Yeah, strength weapons. All right. Okay, so. is a strength weapon. No, I can only use reckless with strength weapons. Yeah, a boomerang is a strength weapon. Oh, it is? Yeah. I'm going to fucking whip it at his damn face. Ooh. Oh, come on. I did it for advantage. It's for the same thing. What's advantage ever? Um, 21 to hit. That'll hit. So deal your d4 bludgeoning damage and your 3d4 thunder damage. Plus my holy damage. Um, and it, uh, it did succeed on its con save. So it doesn't get stunned by the boomerang. Okay. <clears throat> so you go you go into a rage and run up and you whip the boomerang and it thunks right into its forehead and falls to the ground and with a loud loud thunder echoes through the the grass and trees. So that's 13 damage. Wait, 14, 15 damage. Okay. All right, how much is my rage? Plus, oh, that's is that a melee attack? That's a ranged attack, right? It's a ranged attack, yeah. So I don't get my rage damage. I don't believe so, no. Okay. So yeah, the first one, 13. And okay. then... 
I get hit in it again, right? Get two attacks. Uh, are you gonna throw like a javelin at it? Doesn't a boomerang come back? Only if you miss. Oh, only if you miss. Well, fuck yeah, I will. Uh, I got more weapons. What weapons do I got? What range damage? <clears throat> um. You also throw my warhammer, right? Uh, no. Oh, I thought it was versatile. Versatile means you can hold it in one hand or two hands. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I think I have javelins. Oh, yeah, like do. hammers? Which is better, a hammer or a javelin? Uh, javelin. Okay, then I'll throw the javelin at him. Okay. Roll me an attack. Uh, it's you have disadvantage because it's a uh, it's further than thirty feet away. I think. Yeah. Well, that's a natural one. So. All right. <laughs> javelin, go, javelin goes wide, lands in a bear corpse. Uh, what's up? What's up, Shivani? Um, Shivani, <clears throat> going to uh, make some. Okay, gestures cast mirror image. Three mm -hmm. other illusionary Shivani's appear around her and start shifting around so that you cannot tell which is the real one. It's and the one that vexed Caitlin so much when she fought Death Shadow. Yeah. <laughs> she was so pissed about that. So angry. <laughs> she really wanted to be able to see through it too. What? It's the spell that, like, when you're fighting Death Shadow, like, you kept hitting, like, his illusionary duplicates and you're getting really upset about it. Hmm. So, Shivani is cast it now, so. She's going to move up to there, and that's the end of her turn. Okay. Adesh? Uh, Adesh is just going to fly up and perch in this tree. Okay. Uh, Tiff is going to move up uh, a little bit here, kind of next to you, Shivani. Uh, and she's going to cast Firebolt at the troll. Uh, miss. No? That would just hit, actually. She got a 15 total. Uh, so she does. You keep sliding it down. Five points of fire damage to it. There you All right, go. His turn. Um, he he regains some hit points. His wounds start to heal up. Boo. No! Not much. <laughs> He's still very hurt. Uh, and he can make it to there. Yeah. <laughs> Come at me, bro. I say. In, in giant. Uh, and he is, in fact, going to come at you. <laughs> uh, Alright, so four claw attacks. Ooh. Natural one. Ha <laughs> bitch. 24 hits. Oh. <laughs> 18. Um, also, uh, you do get advantage against me because I wrecked this attack last turn. Oh, okay, so that first attack will have hit. Uh, does an 18 hit you? Yes. So the second attack hits. Third attack hits. Fourth attack hits. Um, and I am going to use an online die roller for this because I don't have enough dice up here. Holy fuck balls. Well, I only have my one set. All my other dice are downstairs. Yeah. Good thing you're raging. Yeah. yeah. 
All right, so four hits with the claws. You're such a nugget. Look at your fluky little fat butt. Oh. Fluky little fat butt. Oh, he's got a fat butt. Um, he's trying to crawl right up here on me. He just wants to be held like a baby. Oh, you want to be a baby. Like a big fat bubby. Uh, Amanda, and then, oh, and then the bite attack, uh, which will miss. Uh, Amanda, you take um, uh, 62 points of damage, which is halved. Oh. You take 31. It's a fucking lot. <laughs> As this thing attacks you with surprising ferocity uh, that you were maybe not expecting so much. Uh, and then it just bellows in your face. It just says... Food. All right, puts up Yin. All right, I will go. No. Jesus. Sorry, that. Uh, I will move there. Mm-hmm. And how does um, Una look? Uh, uh, okay. Out of 88, about a 57. Something <laughs> <laughs> <I> like that. <laughs> That's a good percentage there. <laughs> I will... <laughs> Uh, ten. In the in an effort to be helpful, I will use my fourth level spell. Ooh. And <clears throat> and reach out and touch Una on the shoulder and say, "Wendley, keep her standing," and cast Death Ward on. Nice. Uh, cast what? Death, Death Ward. Ward. Wait. So do I have to be? Unconscious for that? No. Oh, okay. No, it's the, the, other first, one the first time you would go to zero, you, bounce um, you instead drop to one. Cool. So, um, and then I will use my... That's, that's pretty rad. Yeah. yeah. It's a pretty... It's a, a reboot spell. <laughs> um, oh, and at the end, did you, you, you healed yourself back up after your assassination attempt, right? Well, we've rested since then. It's been yeah. I just wanted I wanted to make sure you had done that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then I will use my bonus action to move my weapon behind him and give him a smack. <laughs> um, ooh, nineteen twenty-six. That'll hit. And I hate that my spiritual weapon is down there. Oh, I got a one five damage. Okay, so five points gives him a little, little thunk. You hear cap on the back. You hear it bounce off his cavernous skull. Um, he kind of looks at it. He looks at it for a second, and then kind of faces back around. Uh, puts up Amani. Okay, can't really move too far because the cat. Um, all right. 
I'm still in the same place. I get two attacks. Uh, yeah, that's a 28. Okay. And an 18. Do they both hit? They both hit, yep. It's a um, death party. Yeah, yeah. Hey, donkey. Um, so that's um, 23. No, 13? 8 plus 5? Yeah, 13 points. Second one. Noise. Noise. 19 points. That's a good roll. Oh. And then um, I can't do anything else, can I? Oh, I do have a new spell. I can't use a spell, though. If it's, a bonus action, you can. if it's a bonus action, you can otherwise, yeah. I don't think it is. Casting time one minute. No, it's not. All right, I think that's all. I'm done. Okay. Can everyone see their own hit point bars now? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. What's up, Una? All I mean, right. I know you have them on D&D Beyond, too, but they're also there. Uh, I'm going to... Is he in my melee range? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what the white box. That's what the white box around him represents. Is his. It's a white box. There is no white box. Uh, it's hard oh. to see, but it's it's there. Oh, okay. Basically, he's three squares by three squares. Oh, okay. I just know it's 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 there now. Okay. Hi. Cool. So I forgot I, to I forgot to give you the permission to see it. <laughs> I am going to. Uh, Use my morning star and hit him really good. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's pretty nice. Um, 24. Okay. Double hit. And then that is this plus this. Ow, ow, all right, fine. <laughs> Nineteen points of damage. Well, he's definitely bloodied now. Plus another attack. Twenty-four to hit. That'll hit. I'm gonna re-roll those. Sixteen points of damage. And then as I hit him again, I just kinda like wipe a little blood out of my face, mostly my own, and laugh at him. <laughs> All right. Uh, Shivani, you're up. Uh, Shivani is. Did it get pushed back? No, it. The thing's being. Roll 20 is being glitchy. So it should be. Right in front of Luna? Okay. Shivani's going to move forward as she does. Uh, she is going to conjure her Shadow Blade at third level. Mm hmm. And that's a bonus action. So with her action, she's going to attack. 
Great. Are you doing one of your cantrip attacks, or? Uh, I hadn't thought about that, so no. Okay. Uh, let's see. It's what's my to hit bonus? Uh, well, it's well, it's different with it's different with the the shadow blade too. It's no, it's not. It's it counts as a simple melee weapon, so it's just my. Oh, so, so it does. Here, right. So eighteen to hit. That'll hit. And then that's third level three d eight psychic. Eighteen psychic damage. All right, he, you stab him with it, uh, and he grasps for his head oddly. <laughs> uh, gonna do action surge and stab him again. Okay. Ooh, not so good. That's only a twelve to hit. That will miss. Or have you have a hard time penetrating his thick hide. Hey. Why? <laughs> oh okay, that's it. All right, Adesh. Adesh uh, is gonna chill because he hasn't been told to do anything. Tiff, uh, she's going to do another firebolt at him. Natural twenty. Nice. Yeah, Tiff. Does it get me too? Uh, no, it's just a. It's oh. just a. Uh, video game fire attack. Uh, she does fifteen points of fire damage, but she's a Dukinsim. Uh, and then she's oh, I think gonna, I should get fireball. She's going to just kind of move behind uh, Yin. Um, we're all going to be it's, it's, uh, Yep. Um, let's see. He's not smart. Uh, and he wants to kind of get around all of you. So he's going to provoke an attack from you, Una. He enters. Yeah. This square. I'm gonna hit him real good. Oh, there's a bear pelt. I just noticed the bear pelt. <laughs> Thank you. That's great. Twenty-eight. That'll hit. Roll damage. What? Do I get rage damage? Yeah. Okay. 16. <coughs> you know, if it wasn't for his regeneration, that would have done him in. Um, he took fire damage, so he didn't regenerate this turn, right? He still did, actually. Well, he just didn't regenerate as much as he would have. Oh. So he's gonna. He kind of comes around here, um, and I need each of you, except for Amani, to make a dexterity saving throw, including Tiff. Each of who? Everybody but Amani. Everybody but about. Oh, thank goodness. Huh. Twenty-three. Okay, looking for a nineteen. Dex saves. Mm -hmm. Nope. You have inspiration. You get it every session, so it's this is the end of the session, so yeah. you can lose it. <laughs> yeah, okay. 
You probably want to use it for this one. It's worse. <laughs> oh, no. Hey, you can have mine. I didn't get hit. Roll again. Roll I already one. did it. You only use it once per thing. Yeah. All right. So uh, who, got a, who, who got a 19 or higher on a deck save? I did. All right. And Tiff did as well. She actually rolled really well. She. Uh, so... Yeah, I wasn't going to get it, 19 or higher. <laughs> That's all right. Um, uh, he does this, he just kind of spins around with this fierce whirlwind of claws uh, <laughs> that hits everything within a 10-foot radius of him. Uh, and uh, every, and actually, everyone's going to take the same amount of damage, since you know you're raging, you'll take half damage anyway. Um, so uh, each of you take half damage, so you each take... Uh, 26 points of damage. Wow. All right. I'm also going to use my stone's endurance to reduce it. Okay. It's 26. Mm-hmm. And all. Uh, and uh, Tiff is looking pretty hurt. So I reduce it by 12, so 14 points of damage. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, and then that was his turn. Yen? Oh. He said Tiff is looking pretty bad. He's looking on death's door. Oh, he is or Tiff is? Uh, both of them. Huh. <clears throat> okay. Well, I will... Uh, does Tiff look like she's near dead? Uh, yeah, but she just points at the troll and says, put that thing down. All right. I will take the hint. (laughs) (laughs) Since it's right next to me. What are you laughing at? Giggling out over there, Matt. (laughs) You'll see in a second. Um, It's within touch range, right? Yeah, it's right next to you. Okay, I'm going to cast Inflict Wounds on it. All right, what's it need to make? Um, I need to attack it. With a... I think it's Unarmed Strike, right? Yeah, so roll an attack. Oh, fuck. 14? Uh, That just misses. Ah, shit. Okay, Um, and then I will use my bonus action to catch up to... Maybe put the weapon behind it there. Mm Mm-hmm. And I will smack it. Okay. Uh, no, I won't. I will whiff at it, but I won't. Oh. Amani? Right. First attack, uh, modified 20. Hits. Second attack, uh, 28. Hits. Um, plus 8, right? Mm-hmm. And I can't cast a spell and attack with a weapon, right? Correct. Unless the spell's a bonus action. Yeah. So roll your damage. Don't forget your hunter's mark. I'm working on it. Eight. Thirteen for the first one. All right. Zero goes through its skull, uh, and it falls over to the ground. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) Woo! We killed a giant. Loot! That's a troll. Never mind. All it's stashing is smells, huh? Winna, your turn. Wait, what? Uh, I thought it died. Didn't it just die? 
You did fall over, yeah. With an arrow sticking through its head, you make a second attack, roll damage, it's fine. Okay. It's, well, not, gonna change, it's not gonna change anything, but go ahead and roll your damage. Is there any other combatant on the field that I can see or sense? Roll me a perception check. Yeah. Like this thing's dead. Uh, perception. Uh, 20, modified 20. Um, yeah, you don't see anything else. Oh, that sucks. Una? Huh. Uh, my second attack would have done, um, uh, 17 points of damage. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do we, so do we know, like, our characters know that something's still up when we're still on the initiative? No, that's more of a, you, the players know, obviously. That's what I figured, but you asked what, what I was going to do. I was just going to go back to bed. <laughs> right, so you start heading back to your camp. <laughs> like, well, that was fun. All right, uh, Shivani. Shivani is going to clutch at the claw marks in her side and walk back, limp back towards the campfire. Um, a dash. This is going to fly back and perch on the tree overlooking the campfire. Tiff looks at you again and says, that was a close one. You weren't kidding. Trolley McFit, Trollface pops back up. The, uh, the arrow sticking out of his head falls to the ground as the skin stitches shut around the wound. Uh, and he gets back up, kind of unbeknownst to, like, just, uh, and makes five attacks on Yin. What? <laughs> did my second attack do damage? It did. Didn't seem to do anything, but. Already dead. It was dead. Uh, let's see, 15 for the bite will miss. Uh, 14 for the claw. 16 for the claw. 24, I think, hits. And 21. Oh, that's a tie. That hits. Okay. Um, so, you take uh, 30 points of damage. Damn. The thing's still up. What the hell? Yeah, just, as it just slashes at you and bellows in your face. All right. Uh, puts up. Yen, you're up. All right. I'm, no, I'm standing right next to the goddamn thing. Oh. <laughs> Use an action to disengage and then get the fuck out of there. I'm going to... Oh, shit. You're going to die. <laughs> if he heals himself. Yeah, I'm going to channel divinity. Um, and I can use... Oh, two... Yeah, 35, 14. So I will give myself 21 points, and I'll give Tiff uh, the remaining 14 for shits and giggles. Okay. Um, and I will start screaming, help, get this goddamn thing off of me. And um, Do you want to make a bon uh, attack with your spiritual weapon for shits and giggles? Um, 
Yeah, I think that's the only thing I can do as a bonus action, right? Mm -hmm. Yep, roll an attack. Um, <laughs> okay, that would be really wrong, so I, I won't do it. Show the fireplace poker up his butt? No, I could do uh, step and turn invisible. <laughs> more Tiff. And then just let, let Tiff take the brunt of it. <laughs> but I won't. Uh, 14 plus 7, 21 to hit. That'll hit. Uh, eight points of damage. Uh, it falls over dead. Burn it! Who can burn it? Your turn. My turn. To burn it. I mean, can I? Um, what do I know about this creature? Can I roll for it? Uh, roll me a nature check. Nature. Fifteen. Uh, trolls will regenerate unless they're exposed to fire. All right. I do not have any fire spells. There is, a, there is a campfire immediately to yourself. Uh, let's see here. Well, then I will hold an action to hit it twice and uh, tell the next person to get the fire. All right. Una. Or am I the fastest? I'm not the fastest. Um, ten feet to fire. Yeah, I can do it. I'm going to run over there, mm -hmm. grab some fire, <laughs> just kind of like stick my hands in and grab uh, the biggest branches I can mm -hmm. and run over and just kind of like shove it in his mouth. You take one point of fire damage. <laughs> <laughs> Worth it. Um, uh, roll me a perception check. Um, 18. Uh, you realize that it's like, like the fire itself is hurting it, but like you're going to need more fire. This thing is huge and it's other parts of its body that aren't on fire are being hit are like healing. All right. And I'm going to grab my morning star and wait for it and try to look like more fun to hit than Tiff and, mm -hmm. uh, Oh, and then I'm going to bonus action rage because I lost mine because I didn't do anything the last time. Shivani. Does anyone have any oil? I mean, surely. I have a decanter of endless water. That's the opposite <laughs> of oil. <laughs> <laughs> everyone has everyone checks their inventory. Right? Nope. Nope. Fortunately, I have a stone of earth elementals, not fire elementals. And um, I did not learn any fire spells because that was Narasthana's thing. <laughs> <laughs> Narasthana's not here and it's really sad. Um, yeah, no fire. Um, I mean, let's just start grabbing wood and piling it on top of him, and I'll just keep shooting him in the forehead until we've got enough wood to make a bonfire. Uh, Tiff shoots a firebolt from her hand. Oh, thank God, Tiff! 
uh, <laughs> dealing uh, 10 points of fire damage, which is the exact amount needed to keep this thing down. <laughs> Yay. 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 Finally dies. Una's going to cut its head off. Good idea, too. Uh, <laughs> all right, you cut its head off. It is not trying to regrow itself as it's on fire. Uh, and uh, Tiff just goes and grabs some more wood and just throws it on him, and she just keeps firebolting it over and over again. I'm going to drown the head, like, 50 feet away, toss it in some bushes, and come back. Um, Tiff just kind of looks at you guys. She says, you think this is normal for Castellander? If so, I hate it here. <laughs> I thought it was kind of fun. I think this is just what happens when you adventure. Jelani is going to grab the head from where Una threw it, bring it back, and throw it into the fire in case <laughs> the head regenerates a new troll on its own. <laughs> All right. Uh, and with that, you guys have a very uneasy rest of your night. And that is where we will end the session for today. Yay! All right, so we'll be we'll pick this back up in two weeks' time. Yeah. Yay.